Well, happy holidays from the Vlix Podcast. We are on episode 14. Wow. Hopefully your uh, Christmas has been going well for those who celebrate, or whatever holidays it is that you're celebrating at this time of year. I'm your host, J-Bo, joined with Pete. Hey. Danan. Hello. And Ken. Joyous and festivus Kwanzaa. Who's quite quiet today. So how are you guys today? Tired. Right. Old. You're old? Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. Old So and we're tired. recording this just before Christmas. Are you guys excited for the holiday this year? A little bit. Yeah, for yeah. the most part. I think so. Surprisingly. Yeah, a good one. Normally Looking forward Christmas to it. is annoying, and I'm excited this year. Good. Well, that's good. Any particular reason why? No. Kids, mostly. Kids. I mean, they've been around for a few Christmases, but I don't know. This year seems... They're more nicer. into it. Yep. Not the whole, let me buy all these gifts for these babies who don't really know what they're doing. Well, it was never that. But we've we've all, I don't know, just done enough times where we know what to expect. We've got some pretty cool things planned. Good. Yeah. Right on. So Pete got to have his uh, family Christmas this weekend. The in-laws. The in-laws. It was the in-laws. They stayed all weekend. And he had a he 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 got they broke, in my opinion they broke my shower head. He got my in my opinion the best Christmas gift ever that he could ever receive from my in laws. Yes, a from box of mixed nuts. No, no. Oh, well, it's close. <laughs> it, it does involve nuts. <laughs> so more than you know. So uh, yeah, so we're we're handing out gifts yesterday, and and um, Faith's. Uh, mother and father gave me a gift and it was like a little can of nuts. I'm like, okay, you know, this is funny, whatever. I open it up and I pull out. Guess what I pull out, gentlemen? Snakes. Guess what they got me? Socks. A banana hammock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying to you. They got me a banana hammock. Okay, okay. And wait, wait, wait. Okay. And in the can, not only was there a banana hammock, but in the bottom of the can, two walnuts. <laughs> So, I didn't know that part. <laughs> no, you didn't. So the banana. I'm going to describe this for you guys. It's a red, see-through, silky g-string <laughs> with two eyes and an elephant trunk. <laughs> <laughs> two eyes and an elephant trunk. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I. It was hilarious <laughs> and funny. And I've been oh, wearing it since. I'm, I'm wearing it right now. He's wearing no, it right now. No, no, it has not. It, it has not been put on, and, and it, 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 it probably Christmas. will. Right, you're saving that for Christmas morning. It's saving that for exactly. But no, it was quite funny. Are you gonna come out and go like an elephant? Right. Yeah, yeah. If I can do that, no, it was it that, was quite that's how funny. You're gonna wake up, Faith. <laughs> <laughs> Faith, if you're listening to this. We're willing to offer you sanctuary here. <laughs> this this will be a safe place for you. Don't worry. Oh, oh no, no. That elephant's just going to charge right in here. Yeah, it's going to be a zoo. <laughs> so, no, but that's that's what happened yesterday when we were opening presents. I got a banana hammock, and I thought it was hilarious. And what's even funnier than that is you, Faith's parents are very old-fashioned. Um, her dad's like this old burly sea captain. <clears throat> And and uh, like 
Really? He's a sea captain? No, like, he's a sea captain. Like, that's what he did. He was a metal sheet worker, and he, they live in Ludington, and he just takes people out on a boat. He's a sea captain. He's got the big beard. You know, he likes pickled herring. He's that guy. <clears throat> like, he made... Big he beard, made, pickled herring. Yeah. For sea cri- captain. Yeah. For Christmas, yesterday, he made oyster stew. I mean, I didn't touch it. Big beard, <laughs> but, pickled herring, sea captain. Sea captain. Pure Michigan. Yeah, exactly. Pure <laughs> Michigan. Need Tim Allen to read that for us. So, right. so they didn't know. So, as a joke, months ago, um, Faith's stepmother was asking her on the phone when we were driving the car, ask Pete what he wants for Christmas. And, you know, every time I always say shirts and socks because, you know, I'm old and we like shirts and socks, right? T shirts right. and socks. But she never gets that. So I was kind of flustered. I said, just tell her to get me a banana hammock as a joke. And she didn't know what it was. She had no clue what it was, and Faith said, Pete says banana hammock, but don't Google that. <laughs> but don't Google that. And her mom Googled so it. So naturally, the first thing she does is Google it. She Googled it. And she said, there were probably 500 pictures, and I didn't get to look at them all, but... And this is, <laughs> this is from this I old lady. My phone died. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is from this old lady that said that. Or she was telling me the story of the banana hammock. And at first, she was going to actually get me a hammock for bananas, because apparently they make those. They right. do know, yeah. Yeah, that is an actual. That's thing. why I was going to ask if this was like a legitimate banana hammock or if she bought you a hammock for bananas. No, she bought me a legitimate banana, banana hammock. Yeah. Like, I can go down to the strip that club mu- and that make That much money. I've, been, I've pieced together since. Yeah, so I can walk down the road to the strip clubs yeah. and make money. This comes back here in a second with my brilliant idea. Yeah. So, um, she tells me, but I didn't want to pay for that because it was $25 for a real banana hammock, but the one I bought you was only six ninety nine. <laughs> So, like, I'm afraid that it's probably used or something. Oh. It'd be weird. So, anyways, Jonathan had a hilarious idea. You want to say it? Yeah. So, Ken, we want to know if we can use your workshop, and we can take a two-by-four and make it into a U with hooks, and then string up the banana hammock in it and go buy some bananas and put in it, take a picture, and send it to her. Telling her, here's a picture of it in use. <laughs> just caption it, but add a hammock in use, just to see what she yeah, do. I think we can definitely do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, hilarious. hilarious. And, we'll, and if we do it, we will post it to the Vlix Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, you get to see the elephant hammock. <laughs> complete can we just with stu- trunk. stuff a banana into the trunk? <laughs> yep, complete with trunk. So that's what I got for Christmas from my in-laws. That sounds like a great that's gift. Great. <laughs> like, that's something you're going to be able to talk about for a while. Well, at least uh, the first ten minutes of this podcast. <laughs> so, anybody else having funny stories from the weekend? I got shit. I don't got nothing. Nope. Nothing that good, at least. You can? No, it was a pretty tame weekend around here. Uh, the kiddo was off to her dad's, and uh, I, uh, I, I, I built some platform. Nice for uh, for a little work thing I've got going on. Uh, our office is located in a uh, hundred year old Victorian mansion, and uh, the closets are framed. And you like what inside the closet? There's just like a, a step down to the floor. That's weird. So yeah, so it, like filing cabinets and stuff like that, we want to use in, put in the cabinet, so we don't have to look at them all the time. Which you know they're ugly metal filing cabinets. Why wouldn't you do that? Um, you can't use the bottom drawer because <laughs> they bang you against. Can't the open frame. it. Yeah, they bang against the bottom of the door frame. So I built a little platform to raise them up so we could get full use out of all of our cabinets. That was that was the highlight of my weekend. 
Mm-hmm. Congratulations. That and uh, Curbs and I are, uh, you know, barreling through our Downton Abbey rewatch. No. Interesting. I started watching episode, uh, not episode, but uh, season eight of The Voltron. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So far, I'm not impressed. I'm about halfway through uh, season eight. It's just not. It's terrible, mm-hmm. huh? Just not there this, this time. First season, the first through six seasons were great. Seventh season was hit and miss, and this season, there's nope. been like maybe two episodes out of six I actually enjoyed. Ouch. Hmm. So, should finish it by the next time we record, though. Right. Are they so, trying to wrap up the series, or are they just trying This is the to... final season. See, that's that's the part where they always blow it, is the dismount. Well, see, they, but they see the <laughs> They never nailed the dismount? They, oh, no. That was but the same thing on That's why they had to settle for the bronze. Oh, the yeah. Sherlock dismount was terrible. It was... It, so slapped together. I swear they all had 15 minutes between shoots of other things to show up and write that thing. Yeah. And then shot it as best. That's they could. exactly how this feels too, a little bit. Yeah. I, that's why. But, but it I didn't love... start with season eight. It started with season seven. Right. You know. That's why I love ones that are two seasons. Like we we knew from go. There's the beginning. There's the end. We're just getting there. Telling the story. Done with it. We're not trying to milk it for an extra five seasons and then see what happens afterwards. We're right. not trying to like, you know, like run it Grey's as long Anatomy. As we can. Like, there's no stuff. reason yeah. to be going on year twelve or whatever it is. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things about animation in general is it's usually got an end point. Right. These days, anyway, they've they've kind of transitioned into that. Or like they give it the same something. title like Gundam, but it's a different taken story on it. Right. So. Yeah, the the serials that just run basically the same episode indefinitely right <laughs> just like and this is what happened this week and there's the monster of the week or whatever i mean those were fun when we were kids but when you grow up you got a better writing than that right you want that story that continuous story so speaking of flops we have a list today mm-hmm. of a list every day. 30 box office flops that are now cult classics we're gonna go through this list and we're gonna talk about these mm-hmm. okay number one are you start at one or you start at 30? I'm starting in the order that these are in. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's the first one on the list. All right. The Wait, Rock... I think they're ranked. I don't think they're ranked. They're just... I think it's just a random list. Just... I don't believe they're ranked. Yeah. Okay. This isn't saying that these are like... It's just 30. These are the 30. Oh. How, do you, how do you determine what the biggest cult classic would be? I right. would determine it. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll let you know at the end of this. Yeah, we'll tell you what one's the best out of the 30. Number one. Okay. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. I do not like this movie. I'm not surprised it was a flop. Like, total flop, but totally awesome show. Great show. Mm-hmm. No, nope. I absolutely love it. I watch it every Halloween. If those of you that that listened to the Halloween episode where I talked about scary movies, um, that was one of mine that I watch. The five that I watch every year. Great movie. Yeah. Totally, that... tons of fun. Yeah. Who else has that uh, midnight showing? Everyone dresses up, goes to it. You know, that's a cult, cult classic. We need to oh, have, it's definitely a cult classic. We need something like that around here. They do do it around here. They do it in Lapeer at the Pix Theater. Hmm. Hmm. Lapeer. Hmm. What? That's like 15 minutes away. Yeah. And yeah. Wait, and it, it's also like, you know. Driving into darkness? 
Middle of nowhere, Michigan. Driving to Lapeer's Austin. getting pretty huge. Lapeer's bigger than Flint almost. Yeah, Lapeer's getting huge. No, it's not. <clears throat> yes, it is. No, it's not. They, they have a Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the next one? We, we had two of them. We had, yeah, had. That's the key word there. Uh, number two, Dazed and Confused. Yep, totally great movie. All right, all right, all right. 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 Yeah, introduced I, to McConaughey and the All Rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed this oh. movie for sure. There's a band yeah, name. Yeah, great. The McConaughey's and the no, All Rights. Ma- like McConaughey high, and the All Rights. I like <laughs> high school girls. I keep getting older, but they stay the same age. Yep. You know what? That is the best band name. The McConaughey and the All Rights. Yeah. That's great. It's got to happen. If those listen to you out there, I want to see a band called McConaughey and the All Rights. You know we always come up with um, band names? Band names all the time. We we totally do. At work, yeah. at least one a month. And then we sometimes we actually search them up to see if, if they are a band. Right. Well, half the time they are. And then we listen to them and we're like, oh, that's a bad band. Uh, number three, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The original? Yeah. Really? That was a That was a bomb? Apparently that movie's fantastic, right? There's no better. That's Gene Wilder's best performance in my opinion. Yeah, it was a was not a commercial success for Paramount Pictures. Wow, mm. Gene Wilder's best performance, Ken. Gene Wilder's best performance. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Okay, uh, I liked some of his later stuff after he kind of mellowed over the years. Kind of, you know, some of his dramatic stuff, but uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, I I would agree with that. Okay, yeah. he got to do a range in that one. Yeah. He's like super happy, friendly, kind of dark and scary, and just downright mean at one point, and like sweet. That was, you know, that, was, but that kind of he, he was kind of he that, that's like a definitive portrayal of a character like that. You see, a, there's been a lot of that since then, where he's like, you know, everybody, you know, there's quite a, you, you see quite a range, and there there was kind of this, like this darkly humorous. Slightly edgy, maybe a little bit freaky, kind of scary, um, and you, you see more of that now. But I, I think he was like he, he really kind of defined that that kind of performance type, that archetype. I think in, in the film. Yeah. What you got? Number five. Shawshank Redemption. That was a bomb, right? That one is, was kind of surprising. It went through the list. Like that one of all of them, I was most surprised didn't immediately win all of the awards make all of the money that was just who didn't like that movie right it's num well at the time of this writing it was it's number one movie of all time on IB uh, DM right I mean and the other ones were super kind of weird you know it's like a stoner movie or the kind of specific niche movies but this is definitely played to middle America type two best friends in prison type thing it's like your grandpa can get in on that one too like Surprised it didn't succeed. Yeah, that's really surprising. Well, it has now. Well, right. <coughs> what What are they using it to define the word flop? Because, like, you know, financially it was, it was successful. Right. So this is a, a lie, is what we've been told. That's what you're saying. Well, I don't know. Maybe, what, did it not get high ratings? Or? Maybe it's just because at one point the... Siskel and Ebert gave poo-pooed it or something? No, it would be... A flop would be considered a flop based on what the studio decides it is or not. Oh, if the studio it, the studio says it needs to make this much money and it doesn't make that much money, it's a flop. It didn't do great in China? Maybe. Possibly. Well, Anyways. $25 million budget and they made $58 million maybe the they, box office. So maybe they expected more. Financially, may- you know, they, they made their money. 
Are they going to say opening weekend was bad or something? I mean, if they made – is that $58 million, when do they stop counting? That's box office. Right. Yeah, that, that's the run in theaters. Right. So what probably happened is maybe that was that particular year was, like, maybe the worst financially financial film. Maybe that did the worst mm-hmm. out of the films that particular year. Hmm. I don't know. It wasn't in theaters for very long. It opened against Pulp Fiction. Ooh. There you go. So, you know, I imagine that, like, you know, it didn't, probably didn't do that well. Another, another Robbins movie that's pretty good that nobody ever talks about? Hudsucker Proxy. Great film. Great film. Great film. Write it down. Although, um, you know, when you're talking about Robbins, I like Nothing to Lose. Yeah. Him and Martin Lawrence are just ridiculously madcap hilarious in that movie. All right, what's mm-hmm. next? Uh, Bar? Barella. Oh, yes, Barbarella. Barbarella. Still the, have uh, not seen that one. Orgasmatron. <laughs> <laughs> You've not seen Barbarella? No. no that's, I, like, I, that's like classic B-movie. It's it's classic right. B-movie. It's a little hard to watch, to be honest with you, because it's just so ridiculously cheesy. But you've got to watch it once. Just once, because it's... I don't know what I don't know what really. But for for fans of B movies, yeah, people who like the cheesy B movies, man, that is that is gold. It is gold. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Next is Blade Runner. What a great movie Blade Runner is! Mm-hmm. I enjoyed right. this one. I love is this Blade too Runner. Out there for the general populace, I suppose. It's still kind of out there. People don't yeah. understand it, and it's well, really because they've re-released it a couple hundred times. Yeah, people Blade just Runner? don't different yeah. versions, directors cuts, and. They have? There's like at least six, I think. <clears throat> and really? they made a new one or something like that. Well, that was the sequel. The sequel, yeah. Oh, the sequel, that's right. Yeah. Which is kind of like, you know, re- renewed interest in the in, in the original. Right. Like, no, I think the original's great. One of my favorites of all time movies. Yeah, good movie. But, but really, they tell you it's based on a book, but I've read that book. Right. And it not, has very little to do with really, the book. Yeah, it's really not based on a book. Yeah, in fact, the book is really hard to read. Yeah. Philip, most of Philip K. Dick is really hard to read, but that one in particular is tough to read. I had to read that one. So, in my... Do um, Android stream Electric Sheep, if anybody was wondering what the title of the book is. That's what the title of the book is. Yeah. We actually read Blade Runner in my sci-fi class at college. There wasn't a Blade Runner. The book is Do Android stream Electric Sheep. Maybe it was mistitled then or something. Maybe, maybe, maybe it said did something you read like a novelization of the film. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it said uh, um, wow. based or you know movie Blade Runner took it you know whatever. But yeah, it had really nothing much to do about anything. Because <laughs> we watched two movies based on the books we read. We watched uh, Metropolis. Yeah, is Metropolis a book? Yeah. yeah. Oh, because that's a fantastic. That's one of my favorite of all time movies. It's yeah, gorgeous. And then we watched Blade Best sound, silent film ever made, in my opinion. Which one? Metropolis. Ah. Uh, next is The Thing. Which one? Is it the John Carpenter one in the 80s? Yes. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah, I have nothing to say about it. I, need to I have see no trouble movies. believing that flopped at the box office. Oh, yeah. It, John Carpenter notoriously does not do well at the box office. Right. But he's like one of those. He's like the king of cult movies. Though. Yeah, he's like one of the king of cult movies. Uh, next is It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, True. totally yeah. flopped. And in fact, would continue to be flopped if somebody didn't forget to renew the uh, copyright copyright on it. Yep. So all the stations got it and just said, well, let's throw this movie on there. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, and you're going to kill me on this. 
I don't really like the movie. Never seen it. It's kind of boring. Yeah. It seems like it would be. Yeah, it's That's not one. It's, not, it's not one of Jimmy Stewart's stronger performances. No, I love Jimmy Stewart. He's he's a great actor. He's one of my favorites. And um, I think a better Christmas movie starring Jimmy Stewart is The Shop on the Corner. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'll give you that one. There you Absolutely. go. <laughs> but like you know, you, you look at Jimmy Stewart films like North by Northwest, or you know, I mean, he's got some great films, and he, It's Wonderful Life doesn't even make top fifteen in my opinion. No, it's 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 just kind of boring. Yeah, I take I take almost any of his westerns over that. Oh, absolutely. And just put a red hat on it and call it Christmas. There, there you go. go. That's all you got to do. As long as there's a Christmas tree in it, it's a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. or even a Christmas Merry song. Merry Christmas, y'all building and loan. <laughs> uh, next is Donnie. I take his Campbell. Donnie Darko. Yeah. Donnie Darko. Yep. I yeah. actually I haven't seen this one. I have uh, not seen this one either. I've seen this one. This is a good screw with your head picture it's a little bit a lot of it creepy actually. but again not widely appealing which is why it didn't do well at the box right office, but, definitely tell why it would you know be. generations of, of emo kids have found this movie <laughs> yeah flocked to it sorry one second uh, the next one is actually a newer movie okay it's a lie and it's ender's game nope that's actually a decent movie. It's not a cult classic. But it's not a cult classic. Now they have it on their list. You know why? Because it did all right in theaters, and it's actually a pretty good movie and a pretty good adaptation of that book. False. You, I think Abs- it is. No. Number one, I don't like Orson Scott Card because of his feelings about homosexuality. Yeah, that kind of killed it for me. But, but I was uh, already like 11 books deep into his world before now, I found that out. Now, Ender's Game is a great book. Yeah. I will admit that. And I think they did a pretty okay job with the movie. Yeah, it was rushed. Well, they're all going to be rushed. but yeah, I know, but don't is what I'm saying. Make it a Netflix special. Give it two seasons. Fair. Ken, Ender's Game? Yeah. Meh. Cancel. Yeah. I don't think it's called classic. No. I'd question I'd question the status. I feel like they like wanted to put a new movie in there, so they just took one that they liked. <laughs> I think they tied I it more guess. to the book. Oh. And that was why. Since it's the book is a cult classic. Right. The book is a cult classic. Right. But we're talking about movies. Uh Heathers. Just rewatched it. Terrible movie. Really? Yeah, I remember it as a kid, enjoying it, and then now I look back on it, it's really bad. <laughs> it's like Christian Slater and his worst performance ever. Mm, it is most Christian Slater. Is most Christian Slaterish. Christian Slaterish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. It's I I tried to get through it and I couldn't even finish it. The you know recently I just couldn't do it. It was bad. Mm. Sorry, couldn't do it. Right. What are you gonna do? Cry. Mostly. Next is Dune. Dune was cool. Blue-eyed people. Never seen it. Mm. I've seen bits and pieces, but I never actually sat down and watched the whole thing. I tried to I read the books. did try to read, read the it. books. And <laughs> couldn't read it. Couldn't get through them. Oh. Uh-uh. Yeah, I read all six. You read all six? Yeah, I it gets pretty weird it. towards the end, but... Towards the end? <laughs> Believe sure? it or not, it gets weirder than that. The end of the first chapter? <laughs> No, the whole thing, it was cool. Controlling the spice, man. So but how did the movie how did the movie work? It was all over the place. It was just neat being all sci fi and huge and except for the Baron Harkonnen being a blimp 
floating around that was weird. Uh, there were there were a lot of mistakes. Okay. In the in the Dune thing, but I think the the books were beloved enough to make it popular and let people ignore the parts that were just madness. But okay, Ken. I have nothing to add. <laughs> Ken doesn't like the side. I've seen the movie. Um, I I like what like you guys. I couldn't I couldn't get through the books. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Um, I've seen the movie. It was okay. I wouldn't like you know. I, I it would not right. appear anywhere on my list of favorite films. Aren't they redoing it soon? I hope not. They're about due. <laughs> it seems. They, they seems kind like of recycle everything every 30 years or something. Well, right. if they do, I hope it's but actually watchable. see, that's the type of movie that should get redone. Is one that had, like, a solid premise in a novel. A movie that was, like, pretty good but not quite. And, like, give it a, another shot to clean up the mess and try and do it right. Rather than, like, everything that ever did. Or some of the other you know, ones that they redone. ended up with 16 Spider-Mans in 10 years? Spider-Man's never going to die. <laughs> no, that you're not going to kill him. How many? No, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. You know, trying to clean it up, trying to bring it up to, you're trying to make it what it should be. Like it seems like they just keep trying to do that. Right, but they're but finally getting there now. My kind point of. is that they also do that to movies that were perfect the first time around. Yeah, they do try yeah. to try to remake the best movies, and they just fail. Got to reinvent the wheel every time. I know. So, which was better in your opinion? Spider-Man 1 or the Amazing Spider-Man 1? Um, Tobey Maguire or the new kid or Tobey Maguire and the really crappy kid? Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking Homecoming or Amazing no, Spider-Man no. 1? No, no. Garfield? Yeah, Garfield. Garfield or Maguire? Maguire. Garfield Spider-Man, in my opinion, this is my opinion, Garfield Spider-Man was kind of a jerk. Like, he wasn't funny. He was sarcastic and mean. He had, like, two funny moments. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, Tobey Maguire, no. I think... Did a really good job. I also like the new kid. I like him the best. Tom Holland. Yeah, I like. I, I like the. I like the current Spider-Man. Yeah, probably yeah. got to be my favorite. Tobey Maguire has an ugly cry face, and they put that out way too many times. They did do a lot of ugly crying with Tobey Maguire. See, the first three always to me felt like it was more of a um, comic book love story. I didn't. Well, I see, and, and, and some people think I'm weird for this, but I didn't really care for Kirsten Dunst as as MJ as much as I did. I liked. Um, Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. Yeah. I mean, she was nice to look at, at least, but other than that, that was about it. Yeah, but, I don't know, MJ's a bigger personality than that. Yeah, oh, I yeah. agree. Well, yeah. yeah. Kirsten I mean, Dunst is like a pretty be, but... redhead, in, not even in that movie, but MJ was like... She was a party like a girl, larger man. than life, like... Yeah. yeah. She'd just grab you by the tie and take you somewhere kind of a girl. Then not... Exactly, that's who yeah, she Yeah, not was. in that movie, though. No. That's why they did it wrong. Well, yeah. yeah. I personally like Garfield the best. Really? Yeah, if I had to choose, God. even now, with Tom Holland against Tom Holland, because if I put Garfield up against uh, McGuire, I, I take McGuire. McGuire wins. But and I don't know if I put up McGuire against Holland, I I like still go Holland. I like the new kid. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, yeah. I like him. He's a good Peter Parker. He is. I mean, he's not doing bad. It's just also I totally dig Aunt May. Just just saying. <laughs> If I had to pick, it would probably be the Amazings, then the newest one, and then McGuire. Oh, wow. You put McGuire in third? Yeah. You're well, especially if you're going to rank individual Rainey? movies. He's that, he, is he that much younger than us? He's <laughs> not that much younger than us. All right, what's, what do you got next there, J-Bo? Office Space. See, now this, I think, is one of the best ones on the list for being a flop I love this. I and love this movie cult so much. classic. Oh, yeah, because we understand it. 
See, music. <laughs> so movie execs don't understand what this means. So because they're, they they just sit in an office all day and I don't know molest women or something, but us we we actually go to work and talk to these people and deal with these bosses, which is why this movie is so very great. Yeah, you've met all of those people. We've met every single one every, of those people. Every single one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Down to the guy with the stapler. Mm-hmm. It's me. It's me stapler. Why am I the stapler guy? You're, You're not kind of the... quietly repressed. Right. The most likely to burn down the building. Burn down the building. <laughs> burn down the building. Not in our building. We know who the guy is that's going to burn down I mean, the building. I, I don't think j would go on working five years uh, after being fired. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. No, I probably would. But, we, but what we all know Bill Lumberg. I mean, let's let's be honest. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we've all been there. All right, so next is Brazil. Never seen it. Neither have I. No, Directed. No, Directed by uh, one of the Monty Python guys, I believe. Terry yeah. Gillum. There you go. Terry yeah. Did you see 1984? Terry himself. Um, I did read? see 1984 a is long it? time ago, but I've read it more. It's the same thing, but different. Is it? Yeah. It's, it's a not as good version of 1984. Is so that I'll what take a hard pass on that then, because, you know, George Orwell in 1984 is... But it is I'm Terry fine. Gilliam. It was a pretty good movie. Yes, but... But you're like, oh, I've... I've seen all these things before, but better. Brazil, Brazil. That's the one where the, the box cover shows like the guy, and he's smiling, and everything's exploding out of his head. Is yep. that what I'm thinking of? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing the right movie, then. Uh, next is Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Love it. It's mm. one of my favorites. Like I was saying, though, before, Hunter S. Thompson adaptions are not you know known to be box office busters. I mean, no. just, they don't, they don't go, people don't go crazy for them. Although they should. I mean, they're magnificent films. And then Bill Murray and Where the Buffalo Roam before that? That nobody knows about? Johnny and the other, Johnny Depp and the Rum Diary. God damn it, man. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, they raped, just, him, they really... raped him to death? <laughs> if only they could have frozen Johnny Depp in time. Like, right around there is, I think, where he started to lose it. Yeah. Where do you see these bats, man? No, no, it's great stuff. I love it. I actually dressed up as Hunter S. Thompson, Johnny Depp's version of Hunter S. Thompson for Halloween. Yeah. I even had the glass down to the glasses. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Next is a movie you can't talk about. Why mm. not? Is it your favorite? In the rules. Okay, what is it? Fight Club. Oh. oh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about it. You know why? Because it's overrated. I enjoyed the movie. I just think it's overrated. I've only seen it half of a time i fell asleep i watched it a couple times but not like it's not something that i go like like oh i want to watch fight club today nobody does that right oh no 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 no. Uh, uh, uh. chris perez well oh my god that guy's crazy though why do you keep talking about him because he's not let him fade from my memory please (laughs) anyways so i feel like so he quoted the movie all the time the thing about chuck palonic books and there's a lot of he has a lot of fans out there, but he writes based upon shock value, in my opinion. Like he has one book called Snuff, where it's a porn star and she's in a hundred man gangbang and one of them wants to kill her, and they got to find out which one. So like yeah, he's so all of his books are like that. But like during the gangbang, they're like, like during the gangbang, sleuthing it out. They're sleuthing it out. Uh, yeah, but so like all of his books are like it that. out. <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's all of them are like. Just so you know, they find twist. out who the killer is, and he's wearing a elephant themed banana hammock. Right. <laughs> I sense the murderous intent from this cock. <laughs> yeah. Next. Uh, faster, pussycat, kill, kill. Never seen it, but want to. It's on my list. Yep, never seen it either. Neither. It's one of those B movies that Ken would enjoy with like voluptuous bimbos running around with guns. Nice, two things. In the you don't enjoy voluptuous bimbos with guns that much. Is it sixties or seventies? It might actually I think be fifty eight. Was it sixties? Late sixties. Yeah, like 68, 16? I think sixty eight is what it said. There's an eight in it. I'm believe. past it already. Well, it's not sixty nine. <laughs> uh, next is Pumpkinhead. Good, good Halloween movie. It was on my list as an honorable mention, I believe. For Halloween, it's a good Halloween movie. Scary when it scared the crap out of me as a kid. Uh, never seen it. Don't which is where it. the cult class, which is where the cult uh, status comes from. That's right. It's a scare value. Yep. Uh, next is Sid and Nancy. <laughs> don't want to really? watch it. I don't know why. Who wants to watch those, it? Who cares about Sid Vicious? It's those emo cans again. There's those, yeah, they are, okay, he's saying crappily for a pretty kind of bad band. So, like the Sex Pistols did nothing for me. Right. Uh, next is Harold and Maud. Uh, one of the great love stories of our time. <laughs> I was just yeah. going to say that, but I let you have it. I let you have that. Never seen it. Never seen it. Uh, I've seen it. You've seen it? Yeah. And? It's weird. It's a really young kid and a really old lady. Yeah. But Do they get together? Awkward. Yep. <laughs> oh, really? They're a thing. Yeah. Okay. It happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Whatever. To each his own, I suppose. But sure, it kind of flipped the whole idea of the mid-December romance on its side, because before that, you know, it was always young girls and older men. and Right. Yeah. Fair. Like, like a legal Lolita? Yeah. Okay. But not quite that bad. Uh, next is Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which I liked from the beginning. Right. Oh, so have I. I. I think that movie's tons of fun. That's right in our wheelhouse. Yeah. It totally is. Video games and total fun, yeah. What about you, Ken? I've, I've seen maybe ten minutes of it. Really? Oh, wow, really? It's on my list. I'll get to okay. it. Okay, okay. I'll get fair. to it. That's fair. That's right. fair. Iron Giant. That's a good one. It is. I never watched the full thing as a kid, but late 20s, early 30s, I did finally watch the whole thing start to finish. Like, really, though, from from a practical standpoint, and, of course, this kind of leads to the cult cult thing. Back in those days, if it wasn't wasn't American Tale, and it it wasn't produced by Disney, nobody watched it. Right. That's true. There were not animated. Nobody put out an animated film not by Disney that people watch, except for American Tale. That's true, and uh, that was uh, Vin Diesel's greatest performance. Just so we all know, Hmm. he he voiced the giant. So he got Um, his his start that early as a voice actor. Yeah, his 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 greatest uh, performance. I don't think so. I think his greatest performance is Groot. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. No, no, Iron Giant or. When you used to break dance. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I like Pitch Black. Mm-hmm. Meh. I liked it. I actually, Vin it. Diesel's all right. I actually don't. He's okay. Right. You're just afraid he's going to come on the podcast and fight you. Yeah, dude. Vin Diesel, if you if you want to fight me, come on. We'll we'll tape it. Right. <laughs> It'll just be me me getting thrown around. <laughs> Lots right. of noise, but okay. We'll videotape that one. 
Yeah. Hang on, hang on. I gotta, I gotta up the coverage on my, on my homeowner's insurance. <laughs> it's gonna get, it's gonna get rowdy in here. We'll just go to the golf course on the street. Right. Be good. Meet you down in Robo. Oh, there's the park over here too. We can go to. There's a couple murders over there here. Go, yeah. in a couple years. We'll just add to the list. We'll put a tombstone right there for you, Pete. Nice. As the man who fell to earth. Is that the next one? Yes, it is. I've never seen this it. movie. Old school. Yeah, I mean, it has to be because that's an old school kind of name for movies. But I have no idea. The man who fell to earth. Yep, yeah, I imagine that's how it's written. <laughs> yeah, with the the <laughs> wobbly words. It was a British science fiction film. It sounds very British. Of course, it was science fiction because the star was David Bowie. That's really? why, oh, that's why it's called classic. Was it like a Ziggy Stardust kind of thing? Right. Next is the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford with Brad Pitt. Oh, never seen it. Uh, Don't. Is it bad? It's so slow. Okay. It, it's, oh my god. Is Brad Pitt really pretty in this one? He looks pretty handsome I in the gonna, photo. Like, there's got to be a niche somewhere that that fits into, and it just yeah, I don't understand how that can no. No, I can't get on board with that. I've song. never seen it, so I don't know. I haven't seen it either. You know Mary Louise Parker's in that movie? Which you barely acknowledge? Who is Mary Louise Parker? In, jog my memory. She's an actress. Okay, you're not helping me. Fried Green Tomatoes. <laughs> weeds. Okay, um, I've seen Fried oh, Green okay. Tomatoes. West Wing. Red. I've seen any of these. I don't watch a lot of movie shows. Well, Fried Green Tomatoes is a movie. I've seen Red's that one. a movie. I've never seen that one. Okay, whatever. Anyway. What's next? Next is actually just got re-released as a sequel series on Netflix, Wet Hot American Summer. Oh. I've never seen the original. Love it. The sequel or the, the original? The original. And, the, well, the, the original, the sequel, the series, the whole thing. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a wet hot fan. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely put there, Ken. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's one of those cult. It, it hit you get cult because it stars a lot of people who before they were famous. Okay, Bradley Cooper's in it. Um, David Hyde Pierce, Jimmy Garofalo, um, Amy Poehler, I think. I think uh, so. It's got a yeah. The, the the cast is just phenomenal. Um, I like those kind of shows. That that might be ha- have one thing that is before they were famous kind of thing. Right. Yeah, for sure. All right, just re- briefly. Briefly. Um, Jeannie Garofalo, David Hyde Pierce, Miley Shannon, Paul Rudd, Christopher Maloney, Michael Showalter, Elizabeth Banks, Ken Marino, Michael Ian Black, Bradley Cooper, Amy Poehler, Zach o- Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's your cast. Dang, that's the original. Like, that's your, yeah, that's the original cast. Basically, everybody who was hanging out at UCB in Los Angeles at Pretty that time. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next is one of my favorite movies, and it is Clue. Yes. It's I've actually not seen that. Oh my, that's, really? one of my, that's one of my favorite movies of I'm all actually time. kind of bummed about that. It's on you, my list. I've never seen it. You should bump that oh, one up you on your list. absolutely yeah? move oh. that up the list. Please. That should yes. be your Christmas Day movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we should, I, I think we should make a podcast of us just watching Clue. Really, is it great? That needs to be mm-hmm. an episode. I'd rather yeah, do that than political stuff. We just sit here and all we'll just watch a movie and talk about it as we're watching yeah. it. That'd be more fun. Do but the, then uh, people can't see what we're talking about. No, we can tell them to start the movie 
and they can watch it with us. Oh yeah, there you go. That yeah. would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. We should we should set that up. The new Vlix, the Vlix Film School. Right. Like Dane and said, he named it. Yeah. Write it down. Yeah. Get your video licks. Oh, there's your tagline. <laughs> uh, next is Children of Men. Haven't seen it all the way through. I know Clive Dane have seen Clive it. Clive Owen, right? You've no. not seen that? What is that? Children of Men? It's about the, uh, we've bred ourselves to extinction. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Huh. He has to save children at the end or something, or a pregnant lady, or I don't remember. Yeah, somebody, a woman turns up pregnant, he's trying to smuggle her out of the country or something like that to a safe place, I think. Um, I have not seen the film, but I, I, can, I get why it would be, uh, it was kind of a, you know, when it came out, that wasn't really a popular genre, but now that's got that kind of post-apocalyptic, um, dystopian future kind of thing is really popular, so I can, I can see it achieving some cult status, yeah. Yeah, me too, I can see that. I haven't seen the whole movie, I've seen parts of it, but yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it, it was good. Uh, next is Plan 9 from Outer Space. <laughs> yes! What a terrible movie, and that's the total allure. Right. You got, like, Absolutely. spinning paper plates for, that's, like, that's, yeah, UFOs. That's, 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 that's another cult, uh, B-movie cult classic right there. That's the definition of, yep. Classic episode of MST3K also. They totally razzed on that one. How could you not? How could you not? Pretty good, pretty good. I think the plan, I think the plan was um, aliens were going to raise zombies, to take over Earth, that was that was Plan Nine. Yeah, plan oh. plans run through eight failed. Yes, they <laughs> <laughs> moved into Plan Nine. Oh yeah, notoriously one of the worst movies ever made. I, I bet you we can make a worse one though. Oh, we can make worse anything, mm. like this podcast. Right, <laughs> worst podcast ever. Uh, next is Hugo. Hugo, really the newer? Is yeah, that the one with the kid. Yep. Oh, that's a great. Two thousand eleven. How's that cult status already? Right, I have no idea. Doesn't it have to be old enough to drink to be a cult classic? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's a well, a, that's cult a cult classic, movie. yeah. But cult status, I think, I guess, it's something different. Like where you do more in rentals than you did in the box office or something. So wait, I, I want to make sure I'm getting this movie right. Is this the one where he's trying to find the old movies? He's trying to make that that mechanical man, and this is one right one I'm thinking about. Yeah, and he lives in a train station. He lives in a train station. Scorsese film, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What a great movie that is. And did you guys see the original movie that he's trying to find, um, Voyage to the Moon or Journey mm. to the Moon? Yeah. What a great movie that is too, from when it was made. Yeah, back in nineteen hundred, nineteen oh one or something. Nineteen tickety two. I think it's eighteens. Was it? Yeah. Next is Treasure Planet. I haven't seen really? it. Again, it wasn't made by Disney, and it was an American tale, so nobody saw it. I've never seen it. But you come back to it, like, years later, and yeah, it's a pretty entertaining movie. Yeah, I, never, I enjoyed watching mm. it, but I never saw it in the theater. Yeah, I must have seen it, but I don't know if I'd call it a cult classic, but... Because it's just Treasure Island, right? Yeah, it's like Treasure Island in space. In space. Yeah. In space! In space! So that's the list. Oh, that was it? That's it. Oh, wow. Does anybody got cult classics to add? Hmm. I don't know. Well, how about this? We're going to take a break, and we'll come back. If you have some, we'll talk about them then. All right? All right. 
All right, so now we're going to say a couple honorable mentions that weren't on that list that we also think should be. Yeah. So, Pete, you're up. Oh, oh, we're going. Um, well, I came up off the top of my head with three, and I've got uh, 13th Warrior starring Antonio Banderas, which totally... Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Totally flopped at box office, and one of my favorite movies, great Viking movie. I feel like it's, it's picked up a bit of a following. Um... They Live, starring Roddy Roddy Piper, where he puts on glasses. It's a sci-fi thing, and he sees the world as it truly is, and I think it's a great... It's not great. It's a fun movie. Um, he has a, great, a lot of great one-liners in there. And um, what was my third? The bubblegum thing. Oh, the bubblegum? Oh, the Roddy Roddy Piper bubblegum thing? So, so in that movie, the guy that Roddy Roddy Piper plays, I forget the name, he has a ton of great one-liners, like I said, and his one is, uh, he walks into a room, he says, I'm, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum and mouth out of gum. And he was, that's where Duke Nukem got that statement, so um, that's where that came from, that movie. Right on. That and, line's been used in a lot of things since then. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yes. it came from, it came from They Live. And um, the other one that that I enjoy, and I know people enjoy when, when it's on, is Beastmaster. Total I've flop. Never seen it. Oh, it's come He's, up in conversation a few times lately. Yeah, Beastmaster is tons. It's just great fun, and it's got there's like two ferret friends. Those are the best. Kodo and Poto. Kodo, I, I forget their names, but yeah, if that movie's on, nobody's gonna turn that off. What oh, a great movie so that crazy. is. 1982. Oh yeah, yeah, Beastmaster. I don't know. Yeah, you're missing out, man. You're missing out. Great mm-hmm. sword and sandal epic. Yeah. That's yeah. what I got. That's the three off the top of my head. Epic. Yeah, loincloth epic. So I got two right off the bat, and I'm probably going to have a couple after somebody else goes. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. I didn't uh, like it. Right? I can see the cult classic part of it. Yeah, yeah, I can see the cult classic part of it, too. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the movie, but... I bet it's more one of those quotable ones rather than people actually rewatching it. I watch it at least once a year. Yeah? Yep. Why don't you like it, Pete? I don't know. I, I just... It, it, I. For some reason, I didn't find it hilarious. It's I, too close to home. Yeah, I'm thinking. maybe it does. Maybe it does. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's what I was thinking too, Dayton. It's like Pete seeing himself too much there. It's possible. Going down. Sitting there with a pocket full of tots. <laughs> right. Thinking yeah, that no, could have been me. Not tots. I mean, I I, I feel more I was I was more he like literally, Pedro. He, <laughs> he literally is Uncle Rico. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Uncle Rico. Okay, <laughs> I could be Uncle Rico, yes. All right. My other one is the Boondock Saints. Oh yeah, uh, Melissa loves that one. That's good. That was such a that, that was such a cult classic. It actually garnered a sequel. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. You got any Ken? Nope. Ken's out. What about you, Danon? All I could think of was Mallrats. Uh, just because you know early Kevin Smith, none of those things did well, and I still quote that movie. Clerks, Mallrats, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I saw Mallrats first, and then went and. Expanded in the Kevin Smith Library back that way. What has he done lately? Podcast mostly. Is that what he does now? He just yeah. does his comic book show. There was a movie show and then Tusk, I think. Oh, Something I heard it was terrible. Did you has yeah. he done anything since Jan Silent Bob really that is worth mentioning? No, he's done nothing. He has that comic book he had that comic book show a little while ago and I don't think that goes on anymore. No, he just does stuff for himself. I know he used to write. He did a pretty good run on uh, Daredevil. 
Really? Yeah, writing yeah. writing the comic. He did a pretty good run on Daredevil. Uh, the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 agreed. That's a good one. That's a good one. Did you just come up with that one? Because you, you ended that with a question, like a question you told. <laughs> oh, I was just wondering, I've it's only Dimension? Seen... Dimension? <clears throat> Bees? Right. Well, anything referenced in... Classy San uh... Diego? Oh, shit. Oh, Ready movie? Player One. Thank you. A movie, that, a, a movie that I believe will achieve cult status. Oh, easily. Ready Player One, you think it, it probably will? probably already yes. has. I wished they had done it right. Well, yeah. See, we yeah, that's do. me too. Yeah, but I think that as time goes by and the uh, idiocracy increases, there that, that there ooh, will be enough ooh. pop culture references in that film. Ooh, how about idiocracy? To satisfy oh, most yeah. people's yeah. Um, that should be on there. desires. Yeah, idiocracy, yeah, absolutely. Idiocracy live, should be, since yeah. Since we live there now, yeah. Yeah, how did that right. happen? Well, like, I'd rather have the president in idiocracy than the president we got now. We're not really getting into politics, but I'd just like to make that statement. <laughs> he would be Camacho? Yeah, Camacho. It? President Camacho. I'd totally take that. Yeah. See, I don't know if I would like that one as a cult classic because it has become historical fiction. Like, it's, <laughs> it's now... This is the story of the United we, States. We spoke it's, it and it happened. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was like that in 1984. Like, you put those two together, and that's exactly what's going on in the world right now. And it's it's sad. Because we don't even have the Brondo to back it up. We don't even have Brondo. Actually, they did come up with Brondo, just so you know. I figured they would. Some they also came energy. up with Soylent, but I'm not advocating that one. Right. <laughs> it's a widespread use. It's only a matter of time before that one catches up. Right. Uh, what, what do you think about Serenity. The, that whole show, I suppose you could say, was a flop that became cult classic. Right. I think it became cult classic because it flopped. Well, that definitely helps. Because they didn't have a chance to ruin it with trying to find an ending or like losing your funding season three or something and having to like freak out and wrap something up. They just, they just went away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the movie was their freak out trying to wrap everything up. Plus, the more you see Nate Fillion, the more you want to... Yeah. Dive into the catalog. He's so good. Like the sing-along blog? Oh. Have you seen that one? Mm. Great. It's great. What is it? Dr. Evil's sing-along or something like that? Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That's a surprising The show that was the only thing that was good during the writer's strike? It was great. Uh, the Warriors. Oh. That one didn't do well. Warriors! Come out and play! Uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. That was a flop. What? I love Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Right? A lady drove a semi-truck off the top of the Empire State Building. <laughs> she looked like this. That scared the crap out of me as a kid. Oh, I would yeah. like to make that statement right now. When Large Marge shows her ghost face as a kid, I freaked the f- out. Because nothing else <laughs> in that movie made you prepared for that. No. That came totally out of left field. That's all I got. Tell him Large Marge sent you. Yeah, I wonder if I have to show that to the girls sometime. I think every kid needs to watch your, it. I think we that's your time, Christmas actually. movie. Right. I, I'm surprised they haven't seen it. Again, Watch badly it. reviewed because objectively it was a terrible movie. <laughs> um, I think it's a great movie. Well, no, I, it's, I put it right up there with like Ernest Goes to there's Camp. There's nothing... 
I love the Ernest movies. Ernest Goes to Camp is a great but movie. But nothing involving Pee Wee Herman was ever going to win an award. I mean, no, let's never, be honest. never, never. And what that wasn't and that's, the point. And that's the only reason I cited as being a ter- objectively terrible movie is because Pee Wee Herman was is never going to be something that people are like, you know, that into. He's great. The movie's great, but you know, we're not. It's not Shakespeare. That was but uh, from a from, from a from a purely like from a monetary standpoint. That movie wasn't a flop. It made forty one million against a budget of seven. Oh really? So and that's just a, that's the domestic box office. That was um what's his name's first direct his directorial debut um Beetlejuice director Tim Burton. That oh. was Tim Burton's directorial really? debut. Yep. Pee wee Pee wee's you can see it when you watch it now. Oh, you yeah. can see it. Hmm? Yeah, you can tell it's a Tim Burton. Especially in the in the film where they're they're pushing him. He's on a gurney. And, and the weird uh, nurses and doctor are pushing him. If you guys remember this, the doorways are very uh, Beetlejuice-esque hmm. that they're pushing him through. Hmm. Yeah, you should rewatch it and check it out. You all should rewatch it and check it out. Do it. All three of you. We should all watch it and record us watching it and use it as the first Vlix movie. No! Clue! Movie. It was Clue. Oh, we, already, clue. we already made the second. Second. We can be oh, the yeah, second. It can one. be number two then. What about Barbarella? Nah, I'd rather die. I feel film. like we should watch Barbarella. I'm just saying. For those that have not seen it. Do we have to stay awake it, right? during the yeah, whole thing? Yeah, I've seen it. Right. No, you can sleep. I don't care. I'll just nudge I'll say, you. We, yeah, I'd rather do nothing barbed wire. Oh, one of the worst movies ever. Is that the one with Pamela Anderson? Oh, yes. yes. You, have you can't even that. watch it. It's, yeah. You can't even watch oh, yeah. it. It's unwatchable. You watch parts of it. No, you can't. Yeah, you it's can't. Unwatchable. No, you the whole can't. Movie, the no, whole movie is no, unwatchable. All... There are parts. No, no, no. There aren't. I'd rather watch Taint Girl fifteen times in a row. Great comic book. What was oh. Terrible movie. What was the one movie that just came out where it was the girl gets the giant sword and fights the demons? Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. That you just made porn. Right. It was. Like, I I enjoyed watching. Right. That movie so it was like hentai without any of the, the actual graphics. <laughs> right. Stuff. Mostly, yeah. Pretty much. I enjoyed it watching is, it though. Yeah, the, the, the was movie fun. was just—it was—it was objectively terrible. That's unfortunate. It was terrible enough to be funny though. Visually, it was stunning. Oh yeah, but See, if, that's, and if that's all you're into, then good, you will love it. Was yeah. it as bad as the most recent Star Wars? Mm, I'm not yeah, talking yes. Han Solo. Oh, by the way, Han Solo, not that bad. No, if you can get past, it's got, it's got some huge past, gaping plot holes. If you can, yeah, if, but if you can get past uh, Harrison Ford not being. Han Solo, you can. You, it's an enjoyable film. Yeah, huge, huge gaping pot, plot holes. Not as bad as everybody says. It was better than the last Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. for sure. Like hundred percent. And now they won't do any. Not as good spin-offs. as Rogue One. Oh no, Rogue One was excellent. They canceled the Boba Fett movie, which I was sad about. Well, they're why? making it into a TV show. Well, I, it's not going to be as good. Well, why would you need to make a Boba Fett movie? I mean, the guy does, says like two words through the whole film and then dies in a sand vagina. Because he came a cult classic. He's a cult following. He's, he, yeah, he's a, yeah, he's like the biggest, he's got the biggest cult following of all the Star Wars characters. But which honestly, is funny. And that was but, which, which really, if you read the expanded, if you read the, the, the um, which are non, now non-canonical mm-hmm. uh, They're not canon, books, yeah. uh, that is, you know, he was, he was, he's one of the, like, the most popular characters. Well, he is, but I feel like that's more costume design well, in the movie is, is just costume design, which is why he's so cool. Right. Well, probably because he had the jetpack. Well, how could you how could you not how could you have a personality or, or have a backstory when you say two words? Well, that's what the books are for. Exactly, but the, that those apparently Disney says those don't count anymore. 
Yeah, but honestly, the a TV show is a better place for him because, again, like you said, he said two words in the thing. Nobody knows anything about him. Well, if you sh- try and do it in a movie, you're going to spend the first 40 minutes laying the groundwork, and then you're going to try and wrap everything up in 20 minutes at the end, and it's going to be bullshit. Do the Netflix thing, season two. Wrap it up. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. Well, that's, the show is not going to be based on him. It's just going to be based on the Mandalorians. Oh, it's, it's going to be the Mandalorian Wars? Yeah, it's, well, not the wars, just that. Are they a race? Yeah, race of people. Okay, well, that could be decent. Who's doing that? I can't remember. Well, like, nobody anymore, right? Well, no, they're still doing the show. No, yeah, oh, the show. Some, somebody was uh, was heading that up that I, that I was excited about. Well, it was supposed to go to Netflix, but it's not anymore. No, it's because Disney's pulling everything out of Netflix. No, they're not. Netflix is also, by the way, to go back to what we talked about last week, Netflix is who canceled all the Marvel shows, not Disney. Dirty. Netflix is going to pay for the what? Disney's going to charge them for the licensing. Yeah, Disney's more than likely that was probably what it was. So still Disney's fault. Yeah, it goes back to Disney being our corporate overlords, them and Amazon. Well, you know what's going to happen? What they're going to merge? Oh my God! No. (laughs) Oh no! One of the two of them is going to buy and eventually buy everybody out. Amazon's apparently talking about buying Target right now. And Target will sell, and then they'll lay off all of their workers. They'll just be warehouses. They'll just be warehouses. And a Starbucks. <laughs> yep. Automated warehouses. Which, honestly, for those types of... Like, well, with, 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 like, the little, um, you know, the locker. Yeah. The wall of lockers, where the story... Well, where the story, the entrance story used to be, the wall of lockers. A Starbucks, and then the rest of us can be warehouse. Warehouse. What, what if they turn them into those stores where you get to go through, put everything in your cart, and then just walk out the door, and it charges you? Where do those uh, exist? No, they need they, one of those. They're doing stores. pilot stores. Amazon's doing pilot stores like grocery that. stores are doing it. When do the robots go get your Amazon's stuff? Amazon's you go in there and punch into the kiosk what you want, or order it all online. When you get there, it's all delivered by robots. My question. I do that already. My question is, how are these people going to afford it when nobody has jobs? Pete, don't worry. That's about my that question. Part. That's my question. Mm-hmm. Like, if Amazon takes over the world. And tweets their employees like crap. Everybody's going to continue buying from them. No. What you'll eventually get is what you they see will. in uh, the movie Wally, right? Where everybody just lives on these giant boats, and you just you're given so many credits, and you're able to buy your stuff. Right. With giant plot. Hole. How are you going to get these credits? Where did they have food for twenty years on their five year mission that they kept throwing giant piles of garbage out of? Anyways, we could get into the physics of Wally later. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get into it now. Okay, so uh, what's nope, next? No, it's not on the sheet for this it's week. Not, <laughs> yeah, it's not on the run list. You have to put it on the list for next week. Putting if anybody it. listening to this, okay. if anybody's listening to this, and you want to hear us go about the physics of Wally, then then go ahead and let us know. We'll put it on the list. Wally. All right. So Pete, this is this next part's for you. This was your story. Oh, what was it? Uh, the stoned kiwi breaks into a zoo and gets bashed by tiny monkeys. Just so people know, a kiwi is a person. Uh, uh, I guess they're um, from New Zealand. Australia. New Zealanders. They're New Zealanders. <laughs> Kiwis are New Zealanders? Well, this is from Australia today. Well, yeah, then the guy yeah, was probably from New Zealand. Yeah, but it's about a guy in New Zealand. Yeah. So I just thought it would be an awesome visual. <laughs> 
right. if like a stone guy <laughs> jumps into a zoo and gets beaten up by little monkeys. I wonder how tiny they are and adorable. And sharp their little claws are. You're like, whoa, look how cute well, the guy you almost, are. The, the guy almost died. Did he right. almost die? Mm-hmm. Apparently oh. it was squirrel monkeys. So I like the story even a little bit better. Were they actually squirrel monkeys? That's what the picture shows. But what is that what they're called? Or do they just look like squirrel monkeys? No, zoo squirrel monkeys. A canopy dwelling species from the Central and South Americas. Yeah. Wow, don't mess with any squirrel monkeys. The guy admits he, wanted he was to take it home to his high girlfriend. as a kite when he <laughs> bypassed an unsecured gate, broke through two padlocks, and entered the monkey enclosure at the Wellington, New Zealand Zoo. Wait a minute, wait, right. he is high as a kite? Yeah, that's... Right. And still able, and to, he was able to break in through his, padlocks. In, in his words, yeah. You came prepared. I guess. He had, a, he had it in his mind. He was going to catch one of those zoo squirrel monkeys, <laughs> a canopy dwelling species. <laughs> He's going to catch one. Befriend they it. had other ideas. Yeah. I, he's gonna befriend a monkey. Well, well, I can see him like chasing them through the trees, trying right. to catch one, and then finally I'm just getting pissed off. Right, it's just uh, like when you chase a ge- a goose. I don't know <laughs> what happened in the squirrel in the squirrel monkey enclosure," said Will said Wellington District Court Judge Bill Hastings during John's sentencing last week. The squirrel the squirrel monkeys know. You say you wouldn't, you, you couldn't find them, and I don't speak squirrel. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Monkey, squirrel monkey. Yeah. There you go, there you go, Jabo. Squirrel monkeys. What I know is that by daybreak, all the monkeys were distressed. Two of them were injured, and you had a broken leg, two fractured teeth, a sprained ankle, and bruises on your back. Wait a oh, second, that doesn't sound like they, almost died. They broke his leg. He probably broke it yes. falling in there. Oh, he probably ran away from him or something. Yeah. That would have been great, though, two of them have his leg over a rock. And like, <laughs> he, he broke his leg while jumping a boundary fence. As it, okay. But, but his attempted monkey heist was ultimately foiled by the fact that the monkeys are not, as it turns out, just hairy little children with tails. <laughs> Is that what he called them? They are savage acrobats that will beat the living piss out of anyone who wanders into their territory unannounced. Beat the living... Did he say living piss? It beat the living piss out of anybody. <laughs> I love that statement. The living piss. And by the way, what was it? Savage Acrobats? Yeah. Another savage, great band name. Savage Acrobats. <laughs> yeah. That would be a great band name. Oh, it totally is. I want to see if that's actually logo. a band, though. Savage Acrobats has got to be a ska band. Right. And it's got a squirrel monkey doing like a flying kick into some kiwi's face. <laughs> Savage acrobats. Yeah, so I picked that story just because I thought it was a funny visual. Like, just guy getting wrecked by little monkeys. <laughs> I feel like it needs to be in a movie. Wrecked him. Damn near killed him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> little monkeys breaking some guy's leg over a rock. Like, oh, I want to see that. Like, one little monkey gives him the thumb down before they do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. The monkey just like, fuck you. Gives him the thumbs out and they just break it on him like for, like for, he owes him money. For, for some reason, the guy to me, in my head is Ben Stiller. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's about what happened in the the night. Oh, the museum. The night the museum. Yeah. Only more monkeys and, and more appear, more blood. Apparently, more savage. Yeah. Savage yeah, because that'll beat the living piss out of one. <laughs> beat the living piss. <laughs> Would you ever do it? Would I do what? Try to steal a monkey. Hell no, monkeys are assholes. Right. And even I know that. Every monkey in the planet is assholes, and that includes yes, us. Freakishly strong. They're freakishly strong, and they're total They do chin-ups dicks. all day. What are you going to do about yeah, that? Yeah, and they bite. 
Oh man, yeah, you don't want to mess with a monkey. If they want to steal your your freaking mango, you want to take your damn it's mango. It's a, yeah, best case scenario, they fling their shit at you. <laughs> I'm a hard pass on the stealing monkeys. <laughs> That's the very best case scenario. Oh that, yeah, that don't... also help us. Helps. <laughs> Never mind. They will. That rip... came out so wrong. Uh, monkeys will rip you asunder if they could, and then laugh at you. So do homeless people. Yeah. Homeless people will not have... rip you asunder. They will throw their poop at you. Well, but there's what kind of homeless people are you hanging I know, out with you, that this is happening When does this happen? Did they like throw you a curveball or something? Were they also having an orgy inside of a uh, inside of a Toyota Prius? <laughs> no. Why would they? Why would it was they a Honda Civic. I'm, I'm got lost. I'm lost too. Yeah, I did too. I what didn't see a, that episode. What what type? What, it's 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 a, it's a, it's uh, in the uh, the other guys. Oh, I don't know. With Will Ferrell and and, and Marky Mark. Oh, I don't know. Um, like yeah, the the hobos they have a they they have an orgy inside of his Prius. <laughs> oh well, there you go. Can't remember what they call it. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know of any bums that fling poop around here. Yeah, there are a lot of bums, but they don't fling poop. Well, I got four of them in the room. Well, we're not throwing poop yet. Right. You gotta go. Like, <laughs> I haven't had quite enough. Get to it. Drink yet. Carry it someplace. Yeah, you it's have annoying. to kind of hold on to that. That's gross. Right. Easier for monkeys. I don't like flinging the dog's poo. How often have you flung your dog's poo? Because by uh, that statement, it sounds like you've done at least it's once. Fair, it's a fairly common occurrence because, you know, <laughs> we bag it up and then we have a little trash can. Let's just fling it into the trash can. Gotcha. That makes sense. I was thinking you had it such a big yard that you would just, like, scoop it and then hurl it, it as far off. away from the house as possible. Right. <laughs> or, yeah, you got a kind of an asshole neighbor, so just start <laughs> flinging them over that way. Flinging it over that way? How often does she get on the? On I'm gonna. The roof? Get, I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> how, how long is it gonna take her to notice? Get a poop a pult. <laughs> that just sounds so horrible. Eventually, you're just gonna come out and look on your roof, and there's just piles mm. and piles of poop. Piles of shit. <laughs> just. Yep. You can't claim. You could just claim birds. <laughs> oh yeah, some big birds. Some big birds. <laughs> Some pterodactyls. <laughs> you got some fourteen foot wingspan. Something to do that, man. So, is anything anybody else got anything to add to the monkeys? No, I just thought it was a funny visual. Like I'd like to see that in a movie. That would be you a funny what, movie. You know why it's Ben Stiller? You know why I think Ben Stiller is because of uh, there's not in the museum. There's something about Mary. Oh, where he's like he's wrestling with that little dog. Oh yeah, the little dog where he's yeah. like giving it mouth to mouth or something. Oh wait, no, yeah, that's the other like body guy. slamming, that's like elbow guy. drop on the on the. Oh yeah, that's yeah. That's not that's not that's not Ben Stiller. That's um, what's his name? I forget. I'm pretty sure it's Ben Stiller. I don't think it was Ben Stiller. I think it was Ben Stiller. Whatever. Like the the dog was attacking him, and then he like they, they fought with it, and then like he ran, and then the dog went out the window. Oh yeah, that's possible. I felt really bad about. It. Oh, it was the neighbor's dog, the leather face lady. Magdus, yeah, Magdus dog. Magdus dog. <laughs> so, when we come back, we have a special treat. Special treat for the holiday edition of the Vlix podcast. Tricky Dick is going to read us "Twas the Night Before Christmas." He's going to behave this time. So says you. Well, that's what he told me. I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to put a little twist on it. Nope, he's going to behave. He's going to do it. He said that He said that he's going to be respectful today because he wants Ken to let him have food. 
<laughs> All right, we'll see how this goes. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. This is Tricky Dick here. Speaking from the Vlix basement where they keep me locked up, those assholes. Anyways, I'm doing this because Ken said I could have some plum pudding. Here we go. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds with while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mom in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our balls for a long winter's nap. When out of the lawn there rose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash. I tore open the shutters, and I threw open her gash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow, said Breast, gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wandering eyes did appear? But a miniature sleigh and eight tiny dicked reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment he must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer, now Bitch, on Cupid, on Comet, on Donner and Snitch, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky, said Mount. So up to the housetop the coursers they flew, with a sleigh full of toys and a bunch of hookers too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof as I drew in my head and was turning around. Down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a pedophile just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, he popped my wife's cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, the right jolly old slut, and I laughed when I saw him, and smacked his ass good. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work. He filled up his stockings, and he ended his night with a jerk. And laying his fingers aside of his nose, and giving a nod up the chimney he rose, he sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight. Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Merry Christmas to all our Vlix podcast listeners, and happy holidays, whomever your god may be. Brrr, this is from Drigadick. So this section was going to be about how our award ceremony, but... None of us actually did anything for it. So now we're going to talk about how <laughs> our country is just fucked up. Or anything's fucked up. It's the end of the year fuck-ups. The end of the year fuck-ups. How about, how about what do we want... Okay, how about this? What do we want it to change? What do we hope changes in the new year? Can we talk about something happy? Yeah, let's talk about something happy. 
what do what do we want the new year to look like? And we will say nothing about Trump. <laughs> How about that? That's fine. I don't care what we talk about. I just Ken, what say you? Ken's checked out. I'm not checked out. I'm just, you know, that's... There's so many things, though. It's like, how do you pick like, one? Like, I feel like we should, like, we should be talking about Christmas now and then talking about New Year, like... The next one? Next next time. Because well, that'll, that'll be released before New Year. All right. Well, then let's talk about Christmas. And let's talk about... Oh, let's we talk never about... talked about Christmas song? Yeah, let's talk about Christmas we were songs. The Christmas, Christmas songs. songs. I actually was on the list for next week. Well... This will be broadcast after Christmas, though. That's I true. guess that's true. Let's talk about Christmas songs and Christmas movies. Let me find a list. And then best in, or best or favorite Christmas traditions. Okay, I'm good with that. What yeah. should we start with? You want to just start with Christmas songs? Yeah, we can. Uh, let's do traditions while I look up song lists. Oh, you want to see? So I can actually get some like queued up. All right, Dana. All right, are we recording? Oh, oh yeah, we've, we've been, been recording. recording. Oh God, really? I hate that so much. Yes. You, you're being. Oh. We're so professional. So professional. Um, I literally we said... We don't have a ton of uh, Christmas traditions other than playing games on Christmas Eve and you get to open one present. Yeah, you do You do uh, the, you do the, the open w- one present on Christmas Everybody Eve? Did, yeah, the open one present. I had present. the one present yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. Do, you, uh, do you have one from memory? Like, I have one. No, because they never allow you to open one that's too good. Like, oh. It's usually you get to open one. It's like, open oh, not that one. Oh, oh, no, no, no. You got to wait for that one. And then you get, like... Yeah, mine was always an nice action figure or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mine was I. I picked any of them that were out on Christmas Eve. Okay, so they hold the other ones back. Yeah, so like good parents should. Right. Well, I don't know, man, because this, that this year for this gift, this is the one I remember the most because I got to pick it on our way to my grandma and grandpa's house. That was the gift I got to open when I got there. And I, it's the only gift I remember from that year. Hmm. Oh yeah, what was it? It was the Dino Riders T Rex. <laughs> Dino Riders. I remember Dino Riders. I had a, I had a couple. I had a couple. One of the one of the one of the gifts I do remember. Now that you said that, I, it wasn't a Dino Rider, but I do remember one of the uh, pre morning gifts. The the Christmas Eve gift when you got home. You got home because my family used to go to a Christmas party every year. One of their friends used to host one every year, and we would go. That that's happens kind of rare now. I know Ken does that. Ken does a big Christmas party. I believe, but um, mine was I opened it up and it was mask. It was the green motorcycle that turned into a helicopter. Copter. Yep. Yeah, nice. yeah, I remember that. It was pretty sweet. I was really jazzed about that. The mask toy that I always wanted that I never ever got was the semi truck. Nobody ever got that one. My friend, my mom's best friend, I got it for her son. Oh, there you go. That was a big one because that was an expensive one. I think it was at the time like thirty bucks. <laughs> right, Ken. What do you got, brother? Uh, for tradition, Midnight Mass on Christmas Eve. You still I'm do sorry. that? Oh yeah. When yeah. I'm when I'm home. Uh, the last few years we've been going up north to Kirby's grandma's for Christmas, so that we, we go up on Christmas Eve, so that we're there for Christmas Day. We don't have to travel. Uh, actually, on the holiday. But uh, when I'm home, yeah, I like to go. To, I, like, I enjoy going to Midnight Mass. It's probably my favorite Christmas, my favorite uh, church service of the year. Um. I like the music. the The choir is always there. Um, they do a great, uh, you know, they do the the, the, the traditional uh, hymns, the, the Christmas hymns. Uh, they they do a really good job, and it's 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 a, it's a nice time. Okay. Yeah. The the the, the, the mood, the, the lighting in the church is kind of different, and, and so it's 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 really nice. 
Right. And then, uh, you know, Big Breakfast on Christmas morning, open presents. Oh, for sure. I've never been the Big Breakfast Christmas morning person. Oh, we always did breakfast before opening presents. You had to eat your breakfast or you weren't opening presents. Right, right. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, No, we were always Santa presents, mom and dad presents. There was always like two or three mom and dad presents that were saved for later with the family presents time. Mm -hmm. But it was always open mom and dad presents to get that out of the way and then move it out of the the tree room. Because that way when everybody else brought all their stuff over, it got put underneath the tree. So it was always, so while they were making breakfast then, it was always my responsibility to just move everything out and clean up everything. Ah. Yeah, we clean as we go. Like my 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 dad's real big on having a trash bag like right there, yep. and the second anything gets unwrapped, it goes in the bag, and the bows go right in the box. My family's very like, let's keep this neat and orderly. We we're taking turns with everyone's presents. We we're handing them out. Someone's the official like present giver mm-hmm. to all the family. <clears throat> and then, do you do it where the giver changes? Like the giver gives one present to each person. And then they go sit down, and then somebody else is the giver, and they have to give one present to each person. Do you nope. do that? Whoever's closest to the tree just camps out there. Oh, we used to do that. And uh, if you think about it, the breakfast before present opening is smart by the parents because they get to sleep in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because then the kids don't just run downstairs and immediately start unwrapping shit. Or they shouldn't. They shouldn't. Well, the, the rule was, like, if it's open before I'm up, it's going back. <clears throat> I don't think anyone ever did that, but, you know, you throw out empty promises like that, threats. Yeah, so... Did you ever get in trouble for opening something early? No, we're way too sneaky for that. Yeah, I never did. Did you ever open anything before? Um, no, I did not. Really? I actually enjoyed the anticipation, I enjoyed the wait. Because when I was a kid, one of the magical parts about, about Christmas when you're a kid is that magic is real. For a little bit, right. until until you hit that certain age where you realize that it's all just tomfoolery. But when you're a kid, magic is real, especially that time of year. So one of the best parts would be, I mean, I would wait and wait because I know I know there'd be more presents underneath that tree, and I didn't want to open it because that that would be bad, and then you would you would lose it you would lose so i w- always had trouble sleeping that night before right you know i was like oh boy oh boy oh boy and i'd always have trouble sleeping and it felt like i'd i'd be awake forever but even even the nights that i tried to stay up to catch santa claus like you always end up falling asleep right like you try to stay up to like 2 in the morning it never happens when <clears throat> never mind. i don't want to answer that question but anyways so my traditions were <clears throat> i have one now um, I don't know if I don't know if I want to get into it. It's a long story, but I have one now. Um, but at my dad's, when my parents separated, there was certain movie that we had to watch while we we're opening presents, and that was uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Hmm. Mandatory. While you had to watch that while. Yep, every time presents? we open presents, that movie's got to be on the background, and that tradition stands to this day. But it's but a new tradition tradition had had begun as soon as the movie came out as. Before that, in the background, has got to be Elf. Right. So it's Elf and then National Lampoon's. And once we start National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, we can officially open presents. <laughs> that is the, the current oh. tradition. See, that seems weird to me because you're like not allowed to turn on the TV on Christmas. 
Oh no, it's just on in the background. So we don't yeah, have t- we don't have a TV in the living room. So yeah, no, right. but especially for my family, me and my daughter uh, would both watch that the entire time. Like it's not, it's involuntary. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't turn away, huh? Mm. No, so we got to keep that stuff off. Yeah, if you, if you want me to participate anyway. The the other tradition is recent, and as of ten years ago, <clears throat> I have a specific ornament. That has got to be on the tree every year, and it's just it it's 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 a 1983 grimace from McDonald's. And really? Yeah, and it's got to be on there because we had a grandfather who was had um who was an alcoholic and a drug addict, and he treated my mother and her family like crap. So when he got you know they got separated. And I think we saw him maybe four times a year. No, no, four times my whole life. I mean, not a year, my whole life. And <clears throat> he cleaned himself up, but he felt so guilty that he still never, never, like I said, four times ever I've seen this guy. And <clears throat> it was it got so weird, like he actually called one Thanksgiving, because we were all at my sister, my, my aunt, my aunt's house, and he called one Thanksgiving, and everybody was surprised. She turns around and was like, it's, it's dad. They was like, what the hell? It was weird. <clears throat> so we go down there because he's dying. He's in Florida. And he's got uh, throat cancer. He's, he's not going to make it. He's got about a month. So I get there. And I get there and he, he opens this up this box. And he pulls out this Grimace ornament. He says, I'm going to give this back to you. And I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. So when I was four, he had taken us to McDonald's. And I know I was four because there's a date, 1983, stamped on the back of this grimace. So I was four. I go to McDonald's, and I guess I order a Happy Meal, and we're eating, and he told me that I gave him that ornament because he didn't get anything with his food. So he said that since that day, he had always put it on his Christmas tree. Wow. So right before he died, he gave it back to me. So every year, that's got to be on the tree. And you wait till Christmas to hang it up? What's that? It sounds like you wait till Christmas to hang it up. Yeah, it's on my tree now. Okay. Yeah, it's... it's so it's not a Christmas Day tradition. Oh, it's no. It's a Christmas It's thing. a Christmas thing. It's got to be there as soon as the tree grows up. The grimace has got to be on the tree. Okay. I have a uh, a baby sock. A baby sock? From when I was a baby. There you go. That hangs on our tree. Yeah. Usually toward, on the bottom three branches or so, somewhere in there toward the front of the tree. Where like a baby Ken could have hung it, yeah, somewhere somewhere baby Ken could have reached like, just crawled up there, pulled the sock off, hung it on the tree, be like, yeah, bitches, decorated, done, done. Yeah, it's funny how we have kind of weird things like. That. Also, there's a little we have a little uh, ceramic white dove that goes up toward the top of the tree, by the by the topper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you have any family ornaments that you always have to hang? They're only family ornaments. Like every year we get one at Bronner's or something, and everyone's got one with their name on them. And oh yeah, the name ornamentation somewhere we get one, and the name ornaments. Yeah, yeah. you got quite a few of those. And um, a few years ago, when we moved into the house, uh, we asked that everybody who came to our housewarming we had our housewarming slash Christmas party all in one, and uh, asked that people who came to the party brought uh, an ornament, just a spare one, nothing terribly precious or anything like that, but they brought a spare ornament from their house. Um, and we got some really nice ones. Pete and Faith actually brought us a, uh, the, the leg lamp from, uh, from I, Christmas story. We did. Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah. It's one of my favorites now. I always make, make note of where that is on the tree. 
Yeah, that's cool. I, I forgot about that. But yeah, we did. We did do that. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. Like, like Christmas is, is about, you know, not to be super cheesy, but it, it really, really is about family more than anything. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, there's only two times a year you really see a lot of your family, and that's Thanksgiving. Which has kind of dropped off a bit, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's, a it's, lot of families don't. The meaning uh, is diminished, I think. It's diminished. Like when I was a kid, like everybody went to grandma's. Everybody. And now, no, Uncle Tim's not here this year. And then Uncle Tim stops showing up. And then, you know, your cousins get older and they stop going. And Yeah, and that was one of the conversations we had at our, our family Christmas parties, usually early December. And it's the talk this year was like how it was nice that most of my parents' family showed up, but like their kids. Nobody showed up. Um, when I was married, it was always about my wife's family. Like that was the whole Christmas holiday was all about her. You know, the, her, one side on Christmas Eve, the other side on Christmas Day. Um, and my family's not terribly close. We've we, we've since started having we have a Christmas party um, actually coming up Sunday this week this this coming Sunday. Um, everybody will be here for uh, Christmas because everybody kind of does their own thing on Christmas Day. And we were expecting to be up north, which we're not this year because same, same kind of situation. Uh, everybody in my girlfriend's family is usually at her grandma's for Christmas. And this year they're not doing it because she had her hip replaced recently and um, doesn't quite feel up to doing it. So I'm not sure what everybody, what you do with that. I mean, it's just, you know, I, I imagine everybody's probably feeling weird because they're so used to being at grandma's on Christmas. Um, so we're going to be home for Christmas this year, and I'm not really sure how that's going to come. Does anybody, like, for anybody listening out there, do you actually fly home for the holidays? Do you take trips to be there on Christmas to be with your family, or are you too busy? And I'm not making this a knock on you, whoever's listening. I'm just saying, is this something that you still do? My brother does. Because we all live... I know your brother does. We, the you know, uh, us us here on the podcast, we all live... Close to our family. We're all same town, same, you know, adjacent, the same county, you know. For the most part, we're all pretty much in the same place. We're, um, same state, at least. Same, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and I consider, personally, I consider myself lucky to, 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 to be able to say that. Um, but I know that some people, you know, are far flung from their families and they're, they're out of state and across the country and things like that. I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of travel, obviously, that goes on. Um, so, you know, how, 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 how important is it for people to be, to make that journey home for Christmas? I'm 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 genuinely curious about that. Is it still important? Because it used to be a really big deal. It used to be a big deal. I mean, this past weekend, I know at the beginning of this podcast, I made light of the fact that um, my girlfriend's parents gave me a banana hammock. But the reason why we had the Christmas this past weekend is because they do live farther away. They live in Ludington, which is on... Um, so Flint is kind of, if you're looking at the, the mitten, Flint's kind of just to the left and a little below the thumb. Um, Ludington is on the other side of the state, so it's four, four and a half hours away. Um, it's on Lake Michigan. So, you know, th- that's, that's a big deal. They, they travel far, they're older. So we have to put that time up for them. And then we have people come from Detroit and actually in my house was, was a lot of people. And, um, her father said for the first time in probably 10 years was, was the first time he actually got to see everybody in one place. That's cool. It was cool, and uh, but ten years—that's that's a long time. But when you think about it, when's the last time? Like I haven't seen my cousin Doug in probably ten years. 
you know they just they just don't come to these things yeah i haven't seen my cousin Corey in quite a long time but honestly to for me like i have one half of my family doesn't celebrate the holidays like at all yeah like 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 nothing like not even festivus no like the jehovah's witnesses or they just don't like at eh, christmas whatever a okay oh their job okay okay that's that's different mm. not different but like you know that rare i, I it's understand rare. that yeah it's rare yeah around here anyways because I, I i know some people are like ah christmas whatever well, that's just how i am they're just indifferent to holidays i mean honestly that's how i am about it nowadays i mean i get last year we celebrated at my mom and dad's house and then we also celebrated at my house with my cousin and have my my two cousins over so um, when my grandma passed away, we had a falling out as a family, so we don't we don't have family get-togethers anymore. Mm. So, but that is the part about Christmas that I miss the most is the family aspect. I mean, that's really what these holidays are for. To be honest with you, I mean they they'll tell you it's for other things, and I'm not. I mean, I was I was raised Catholic, but I'm not religious. So Christmas to me is about about family more than anything because it, right. it, it holds no higher meaning to me mm-hmm. personally yeah my mom and her brother probably haven't seen each other in four years yeah see that's the that's the stuff and you hear that more and more now and i just wonder if it's just people not bothering to make the effort anymore well i think along with a lot of things if people had more holiday pay yeah if people had more vacation time yeah more free money for plane tickets i think people would travel and visit family and friends a lot more i mean that's half the reason i've never visited my friend in virginia or my brother actually in colorado like we, they come here because i can't afford to go anywhere yeah i mean and then that's the thing when we're talking about us as kids that was the the heyday that was the 80s that was the heyday of the middle class more or less the middle class was just starting to decline so people had money to travel. They had the time off. Mm-hmm. You know, they could take the time to get the gifts for the family members that they don't often see. Yeah, yeah. we used to have huge ones. It would be all my dad's brothers and sisters, all of his cousins, all of their kids, all of the grandparents. And they'd all, like, rent a hall, and all 100 people would show up on Christmas, and they'd have a fake Santa, and all the kids would sit on his thing. We'd play for like eight hours that day and there would just be like the whole thing on christmas is we did this big family reunion and now like you know i'm not okay with making the kids sit on santa's thing well <laughs> i, I object to, i have moral objections <laughs> well i got deep <laughs> it got deep, oh, it got deep. <laughs> deep. You're, not, you're not helping jonathan <laughs> That was kind of the point. <laughs> oh, that was the point, all right. Oh, he's, he's <laughs> in no way, he is in no way a helpful person. <laughs> no. I just uh, can't help it. It's just out of roll. On a roll, all right. I don't know. Yeah. Pumpkin oh, that roll, one. Tootsie that, roll. I don't know. He's on a roll. Yeah, like a roast beef sandwich. He's on a roll. <laughs> that actually wasn't part of the joke, but. All right, man. I made myself sad. Let's talk about Christmas carols. Right. <laughs> all right. So when we come back. After this this little short interruption. Uh, another break? Yeah, well, we have to because I only <laughs> we have We don't even songs. have advertisers. <laughs> well, here's the thing is I only got songs from two people, me and you, and I need songs from these two bozos. And my phones are going off. Oh, nobody cares about them. No, we, we can sing them. 
<laughs> no, you're not singing them. What? No. What? Right. Everybody sings Christmas carols. Bitches, we'll be right back. Tell if the tingling is good or bad. This is this is always how it is. I I hate this one. I hate it. I don't like this at all. This hurts my ears. But it's a thing. It gets. This oh, is. It's a cult. Oh, it has a cult following, right? Oh yeah, it doesn't have a cult. There's a mass following. A murderous cult that will yeah. cut you if you cut it down. Like they drank the Kool-Aid too much. Following. Oh yeah, I, I, I like this song. Thank you. I like I, the song because of the movie. You have to acknowledge that uh, it's probably the only new Christmas song that's right. caught on. Okay, I now, can give you that. I think I heard something on a podcast one time where this Christmas song that they wrote for her um, took a lot of the old Christmas styles, like the way that they had been written, some of the very intelligent music things that they had done, where it's like, oh, it's this and this. And there's this minor part, and it's these things, and this progression, and that's how they built this song. So they scientifically so, put it together. Yeah, I which mean, is, it was by smart which, people who wrote which music. is the only time that's ever been able to been to, to have successfully worked. Well, it's yeah. because they have so like many. Because like 80, 85 people write songs now, and they're all crap. Oh yeah, but I I will give you as well, much yeah, as I dislike like that song. Pop. Yeah, <laughs> as much as I dislike that song, I will give you that it is one of the best songs to come out in recent days for Christmas. Yeah, sure. everything else is, you know, stuff that was written 100 years ago. Right. That everybody does a cover of. Correct. That's the only, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the last song to come out since probably, I would say, 1970. It's a good song. It's just overplayed. The, I agree. Oh, yeah, they play it too much. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that at all. I, 100% I mean, I'll listen to it like that. once a year, maybe twice. But when it's on the radio nine times in an oh, hour. Oh, no, I can't do it. I can't, I can't do that song. Also, nobody's really been really, ever, nobody's ever really done a successful cover of that song. Well, again, you don't really Carey. need to. You don't. Mariah Carey is good. Yeah. I mean, you know, this it displays her full range. She's a great singer, but yeah, it's it's overplayed. It's, it, it, I think it's the downside to that song. So this next one is actually part of what used to be my family traditions of watching this show at my grandma's on Christmas Eve. Happy birthday! Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soup. Oh yeah, this one's great. The great Jimmy Durante. Great. We actually we actually watched this version uh, a couple nights ago. I don't know if my kids have seen this one. I might have to go look at it. Are you kidding? Well, there's right. your actual Christmas movie then. Right. That would be a great. So we've seen it's got Charlie like the. Brown, we've seen. It's got like the sweet schoolhouse rock animation, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, good man. All right, here's you need on, to watch that. Here's yep. our next one. It's on the list for sure. Have yourself a little Christmas. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. This is the Julie Garland version, right? Correct. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I, I usually expect to keep her voice right about that. Yeah, I mean, I like this song, but I, I, I'm not sure if I'm on board with this version of it. It's one of the, it's one of the earliest 
I know it is. I know it is. Popular recordings of, uh, of the song. But I, I think, I, actually, I personally speaking, I think that, that, that sounds better in a, in a lower tone from, like, a male singer. I agree. I agree with that, and that's Who, not just me being like a chauvinist. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Judy Garland either, but I just feel like... <clears throat> I, I don't know. Who's the one who sings the one I'm thinking of then? What's the Have yourself. Yeah, who's that That smooth dude? Oh, very Merry Christmas. Could be, there's a lot of guys that sing that song, though. I mean, right. name them Don Ho, Perry Como, Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. I mean, Bing, Bing's one of, you know, Bing's Christmas albums, or two of them, I think he put out, uh, where, like, you know, he sings a version of this song, which, you know, back in the 40s, I think was a huge. You know, it's one of the standard, that's one that's one of the standard versions yeah. uh, that you hear. Buble does a really good version Buble of that. Buble does a good does a good cover. One second. But other than that, I mean, I don't know. I can't think of anybody. I mean, oh, this is the new Sam. This is the new Sam Smith. Yep, he's good too. I like this. He he's got a very soulful voice though. Again, down a couple octaves. It's a little too high. He's going the other direction. He always makes me sad, though. Hearing him, hearing him makes me sad. Yeah, it's a little too high. Well, I'm I like it. About happy it needs stuff. to be deeper. A little deeper than that. Bring it down now. Yeah, yeah, bring it down a little bit. Bring it down. Bring it down. Now this is a good one. This is good. Yeah. That, that gets you moving a little bit. Yeah, I don't hear this one very often. No, you don't. You should Not hear it more. They're too busy playing All I Want for Christmas is You. Yeah. Right. Yes, this is good. This is a good song. This is a good Christmas song. My only thing is about the song is he mispronounced it as Mistletoe and nobody ever corrected him. It's okay. <laughs> Leave him alone. But you know, it doesn't even it doesn't affect my enjoyment of the song that much. No. Yeah, see this is another great one. So why do we like Christmas music. Well, we don't. I th- no, well, I think we do. But why do we? To a certain extent, we do. But then also to a certain extent, we don't. Coming from the world of retail, right? That meant the worst part of the yes. year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It but did. Christmas music has so, a special even, dark heart. Even then, it still it reminds you of those things we were talking about traditions with. It reminds us of being with family and stuff of that nature. Right. It just brings that reminiscing in and you get excited to feel that christmas magic again and i think that's why you like it i think that's a good reason and i also think that we still like it because we only listen to listen to it one month a year i refuse to listen to it before thanksgiving oh we've we've talked about this in last podcast i refuse to listen to it before thanksgiving but we like it because we only listen to it once a year it doesn't really get old that's where the retail part comes in. That was two solid right. months of yeah, the no, same 12 I agree. songs on repeat. I agree. I agree. 
It's PTSD for Christmas music for me. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll happily sing Jingle Bells in like June. Like, oh, do you remember the Christmas concerts as kids having to sing all the songs? Oh, right. Does, Dude, that, to, does that still happen? I had to do that oh, in I'm the sure. church as, as a part of a church choir. Oh, it's because you were an ultra boy. Yeah, he was, but still. I had to do that as part of a church, and it, was, it felt like it was worse. Out the holly, put up the tree before my wow. Like, you really want to just prance, throwing mistletoe right. yeah, this is around prancing. the room, just flinging it left and right. Technically, <laughs> not a Christmas carol. Actually, actually, this is a Broadway show tune, right? as made famous by the great Angela Lansbury. Oh. I actually don't like this song. I love this song. I think I think every version of this makes me feel like consumerism is punching me in the face. <laughs> and I don't and I don't I just I just really dislike that. Now yeah. now that is the best version of that song. Now in but, now in this song, they're talking this song, this song actually takes place one week past Thanksgiving. So they actually gave it longer than you do to start celebrating Christmas, Pete. It's still though. I mean, again, it feels like I'm just getting smacked in the face with Christmas. I don't need a little Christmas. Are you familiar with the play, Mame? The musical, the original. Which one was it? Mame. No. Um, this uh, is. They're, they're they want they're they're utilizing Christmas as a cure for the blues. Oh. Like so they need cheering a... up. So we can we can use a little Christmas. Yeah, it okay. doesn't work. Yeah. That just makes you want to smack you. This is one of my favorites. Oh, it's classic. That's why. I got a story behind this. I got a story behind this. So, when I was a kid... Wait, Pete. Let it play? I'll tell you guys. It's like... So, Jonathan gets this fix. Where those streets up listen story so as a kid you know kids like to do stupid things so we put together a play for our family at christmas and oh, that's in adorable it, it, it was super cute in, in it we 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 got up on the mantle and we lip synced that version of the song mm. so that song will forever on, hold on a place the mantle yeah on the mantle like you we were stood sitting up on the mantle on the man- yeah we all stood up on top of that's, it we're that's 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 bananas we were very short clearly <laughs> and very skinny i'm guessing oh yes no but it was you know that was the that was the skit it was a skit it wasn't really a play was, was this one of your elves because i mean the, looking at that mantle right there well mantle's different I mean, yeah, like sir. The, yeah like the uh the, uh, the, the okay. Well, maybe mantle, maybe not mantle. What what is the place that comes? The hearth. The hearth. Thank you. The hearth is what I was. Like. <laughs> okay. We're just give you crap, Pete. We yeah, love that you. one. I'll give well, you. no, no, but but he gave me the right word, and that way people can envision it if they know what a hearth. Because I'm I'm picturing him standing on top of a mantelpiece, like yeah, you know, I was too. Like kick the clock out of the although, way. I'm dancing around up here. Although I was pretty short, so I probably could have done that. All right, what's next? You still are short. I know. I'll be home for Christmas 
But he doesn't actually go home in the song, does he? No, this song is very sad. It is. Because at the end, you realize he's just like wishing he was going to be there. Yeah, it's a sad song. Because he's only going to be there in his heart. Well, it's like, uh, you know... Is he dying? Like, I don't know. No, no, it's uh, the, the movie, he's, he's stuck overseas. Ah. It's kind of like, you know, and they used to, um, when Bob Hope used to do the USO shows, that was always like a, a big thing because, you know, they're in their, in their, they're dreaming of being home, but they're not really going to be there. They're stuck, you know, overseas deployed oh, or wherever okay. they are, wherever they're deployed. Um, that song's kind of like, uh, you are my sunshine. Like that's a terribly sad song that nobody ever really seems to acknowledge the sadness of. Yeah, my brother sung that song in his kindergarten like choir thing. We love that song. Oh, here you go, Ken. This is your thing right here. It's a fun song. Yeah. Never heard this song. Really? There's better versions actually, of it, in my opinion. It's actually not. Um, it's not a Christmas. It's not technically a Christmas song. It doesn't make any mention of Christmas at all. It's a winter song. Well, like Winter Wonderland is kind of like a. Or, or let it snow. Yeah, let it or snow. Or sleigh ride. Yeah. Yeah. They just have that feeling for being for that. So it's just like. It a, feels very Christmassy. Yes. Right. Yeah. One of my favorites. To this day, the only Spanish a lot of people know. Right. (laughs) It's very elevator music, though. Feliz Navidad. In in school, we had one teacher that would play this song every day in the hallways. The Spanish teacher, Miss Bulak. Oh, I think I had Spanish with Miss Bulak. Yep, every day, just blasting it in the hallways in December. (laughs) But Senora Bulak. Yes, Senora Bulak. Yes. There's nobody that does not like that song. Have to get out to Maracas. Yeah, there's nobody that doesn't like that song. Who well, which is actually one of those. We do have a Christmas tradition that we just started in the last few years, which is like do, uh, Christmas fiesta. Nice. My favorite Christmas song. At this point in the year, we're very tired of ham and turkey, and so we wanted to eat Mexican food. So did you have, did you have some chorizo? No. Oh. You gotta have some chorizo. I don't know how to make that, but we had a, an old recipe for tortillas from my grandmother. This is the best version of this song. I beg Elvis. to differ. Who, who does it better than Elvis? Porky Pig. No, dude, no. <laughs> no, this Elvis is the best singer of this song. Elvis, Elvis does the best version of this song. I, a, I think of this as an a, Elvis that's song. That's an Elvis song. It's an yeah. Elvis song. You don't think Porky Pig does it better? No. Why? Because... Ooh, I suddenly got cold. Right? Is this the Michael Bay version of it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon there's going to be explosions. I'm actually not sure what this is yet. They don't really do enough fanfare anymore. Oh, here it comes. The b- 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 I can't do it. I can't do Porky Pig. Bleep, 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 bleep,
that uh, shoves it wasn't hard because I'm an artist. I couldn't stand <laughs> uh, I always wanted to just slap and say spit out. It does a really good job singing this though, by the way. Yeah, the Elvis version is way better. <sighs> yeah, the Elvis version is yeah. better. Yeah. But but is it Mel Blanc that does his voice? Yeah. Yeah, he did a really good job with that, honestly. What do we got next? Oh, here it is. Oh, yes. This 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 might be the best version of the song. I know it's my favorite. Oh, yeah, for sure. I remember this. I remember this listening to this song going down the road in the pack of your parents' car. You didn't know who Bruce Springsteen yeah. was, but suddenly he was the coolest person on earth. I mean, he, he is the boss. pretty cool. Yeah. You guys all, you guys all been good and practicing real hard. Yeah. Clients, you've been, you've been rehearsing real hard. But yeah, this is a classic. So bring you a new saxophone, right? Everybody out there been good or what? Oh, that's not many. Not many. You guys are in trouble out here. <laughs> Yeah, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not bow. I'm telling you why. Bum, bum, bum. Santa Claus is coming to town. Bum, 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 bum. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, Santa totally, totally good one. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, that's one of the best. Oh, you want to go to the next one? Yeah. yeah I was actually waiting for the song to start. Yeah, it takes a while, but but everybody's heard that song like eight million times. You don't like it, Dana? I'm trying to think of how many times I've actually heard it. I I genuinely do try to avoid Christmas music. I never put it on at home. No? I'm I'm I hear it when other people make it happen. I do it on Christmas Eve and that's it. I generally listen to it a lot in December. I yeah. dig it in December. I put it all away. I'm gonna blast it tomorrow at work. You can do that. I don't care. I'm gonna jamming. Do it. That's to be good though. This one's all right. Yeah, just putting Mariah Carey on repeat. Oh, do not play that song. I'm gonna find Viking death metal Christmas music. <laughs> Tell me that's a real thing. I don't know. I'm gonna find out here in a second. Like Ice to Earth well, as a version Twisted, of her something. Twisted Sister put in a Christmas album. Is that's funny. Yikes. They did. It was great. So delightful. Since we've no place to go. Oh, I, oh my word! You know what we didn't put on here? Nat King Cole. Sorry. The Christmas song. The Christmas song. This is a good version of the song. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Yeah, no matter what anybody says, it's a good song. It's a good song. So this is Amon Armuth, Jingle Bells. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to start. Right, I'm waiting for Jingle Bells to even be vaguely decipherable underneath that. <laughs> Let's see what happens. There it is. Slap it all the way. Why? Here goes. Of course. Oh, that's terrible. 
<laughs> that's terrible. That's awesome. Like, I'm, why do people like that? I'm totally to each his own, tomorrow, whatever. I guess. What do you want me to play? Twisted Sister? Alright, I'll pull that one up next. Twisted Sister. Finally kiss goodnight. How I'll hate going this is Frank. Out of the storm. But if you... This is Frank? Well, why did it stop? I don't know, but it wasn't Frank. What did you do? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Hold on. You always know Frank. Yeah. Yeah, we're still goodbye. He had one thing that he did. And that was Frank. So, I mean, he tried to be an actor. You ever see, yeah, have you ever seen those movies? He's just Frank Sinatra being, you know, a sailor or whatever. Just, yeah. Like, the only movie I really liked with him in it was probably Guys and Dolls. Again, he was just being Frank Sinatra. He was just being Frank Sinatra. He's like the Vince Vaughn of that era. That's exactly <laughs> the name I was trying to think of. Yeah, Vince Vaughn. Every, every movie Vince Vaughn is just Vince Vaughn being in a movie. Yeah, if he All had right, a singing so career, that would be it. Here's the one he just asked for. I think. Is that what you asked for? You sure that's not D. Snyder? This is Twisted I'm Sister. I'm positive that's D. Snyder. It says Twisted Sister, Twisted Christmas. Wow. No, I, that's not the one I was... Oh, is there a specific song? The no. second one. It's... D. Snyder and the Middle School Band. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's all like. Oh, yes. We're not gonna take it. Christmas. We're not gonna... It's the We're Not Gonna Take It beat with Come All Ye Faithful. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did this. Wow. Wow. Okay, you can go on to the next one. <laughs> right? You can, you can hey, make it stop. It's just starting. This is, this is, we're not going to take it with Christmas lyrics. You realize that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's still no, not it's, the worst thing I've ever it's heard. It's not so. No. Well, the last one before that one was the worst one. Play one of, what's this? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Dude, you know this song. Uh, okay. Jackson 5. Sing it, little Mikey! Poor Mike. Yeah, they wrecked that kid. Hey, he got wrecked. Kissing, kissing, Santa Claus. The best is the background vocals of this song. Alright, while we're in kind of a pop motion. Why don't, you, why don't you bring up one of my favorites by Wham? Oh, I wasn't going to play that one yet, but okay. Yeah, I'm ready for it. There's like so many good Christmas songs. It's hard to figure them out. Yeah. Nothing says Christmas like synth pop. <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. This is one of my favorite songs. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs. Like if this is on, I have to listen to the whole thing. Faith hates it. I could <laughs> hang out more. <laughs> I get into my my groove, my my right. early night late 80s groove dance. Right. Yeah. You mean your normal dance? My normal dance. Okay. Yeah, this is definitely in my top ten. Oh, yeah, for sure. No? No, no you can't no, do... No, 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 no
Oh, oh man, no, that's my, one of my favorites. That's oh, probably yeah. my top three. I love that one. This one you're all gonna hate. Yeah, this is music for suicide. By like, <laughs> you know, I, I, just, like, I, I enjoyed the, the television program, like, Lee, but I don't care for their uh, Christmas songs at all. You can see some no. animated version of elves just cutting themselves and smiling and singing. <laughs> just see, like every single, every little, every version of the song makes me feel frantic, and right. like reminds me of crowds fighting over like Care Bears and right. Cabbage Patch it's dolls. The voiceover to Mayhem. Is this Mikey? Yep. Ah, my favorite. Ken likes his Mikey Buble too, I'll have to say. He's gonna start singing in a second, I promise. And once Mikey starts, he's not gonna stop. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. By the way, Everywhere this whole album, go. awesome. Oh, that's Take right. I always forget who this guy is, but he's the better Frank again. Sinatra. Michael Bublé, yeah. It's like if, if Frank could sing, and then it would be this. The only guy now that I like better like probably than, than Mikey is Josh Groban. Josh Groban has a voice that doesn't fit his face. No. Like if you look at him, he looks like a weenie. But then when you play, when you listen to Josh Groban, he's got this deep, deep baritone that you just don't see coming. Speaking of, speaking I figured, of, I figured my it was a favorite traditional Christmas carol. Yeah, hundred percent. Just whoever sings it, right? Yes, but this version is my favorite. I love Josh Groban's voice. Um, but th- that's my favorite Christmas of the Christmas carols. Is this one? Yeah. Like, there are some songs that just mean Christmas, and this is like one of them. You know? Like, Christmas Eve sitting around, fire's going, everything's like calm. This is what you listen to. This is like, and this, honestly, this is one of my favorite things about Midnight Mass. Is that's one of, that's always, they always perform this song in Midnight Mass. That's fair. So if not, if, okay, here it comes. Bobby Holmes. This is probably the best version of this song. And I think oh, yeah. it's also the original. It is, yeah. Yep. 1957. Why do you think they're not making any new Christmas songs that are worth a damn? Is everybody still stuck back in the era? Nobody's been... They're, I, I don't know. I mean, is besides it, like Josh Groban and Michael Bublé. Has the genre been completely played out? It might be. Because... Or, or is this the kind of music that we listen to now not really conducive to... To making an actually good Christmas song, because like when they put what the the Mariah Carey song together, everybody loves. What you said was like probably the newest and greatest. Yeah. 
they had to scientifically piece that together from what old Christmas songs have done. Right. So is the music that everybody listens to today not conducive to making a true the true Christmas feeling? Do you need a big band? Do you need a choir? Kind of. Well, because Christmas music is a, a, a genre unto itself, and you could make songs that say the words Christmas and have Christmas themes, but if they're not Christmas music, right. then they don't you know, hang around too much. Cause I'm sure a lot of bands have put out a Christmas song that they made up or some, some thing has happened. Well, Real but, Big Fist has a Christmas Scala Day song album. Right, and we don't sing that. <laughs> it's really good, by the way. All right, next. What do we got? What do we got coming up next? To you fire one up. Straight no chaser. He scoffed when I said straight no chaser. Oh, this is bare naked ladies. Bare naked ladies. Mm. This is a good version. Bare naked for the holidays. Yes. I'm gonna say I was liking that bass. Yeah, this is a great version. Sarah McLaughlin comes yep. in later, and yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's one of the, probably, this is probably my favorite version of this song. I think that's right. Back when they still had, uh, it wasn't just Ed. Now I got one more. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that's a great version of that song. Number one. Number one. Who is this again? Brenda Lee. Brenda Lee, that's it. Sounds a lot like Cindy Lauper. Right. I feel like Cindy yeah. Lauper would do a version of this. Cindy Lauper sounds like Brenda Lee. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair. Also probably the best version of this song. Was the original. Yeah, I think so. What do you think? Oh. Uh, there's, there have been a couple of good covers, but nothing quite as. This one buys Kevin McAllister some time in Home yes. Alone. Right. I, be- I believe so, yes. yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. There's uh-huh. a fake party going on at the house. Yeah. 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 So, so whenever I hear this, I imagine a cutout of a basketball player on a train set going by the window. Yeah, exactly. And then him pulling the strings and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So real quick, we're running out of time here. Real quick, go ahead and name your most hated tune. Holiday tune. You get to choose one. I think we might have already heard it today. Oh, really? We played it? It's hard to pin one down. Yeah, I, mean, I can't there's pick so one, many. Dude. Well, I've got a couple in my head, but I can at least choose one. Just pick one of the ones that you hate. It doesn't I, have to be your most hated. I can't. I, I really, really? I genuinely... I can't pick one. Uh-uh. Well, I already told you guys mine. It's Santa Baby by Madonna. And that really is a notoriously crappy songs. song anyways. Like, I really dislike that song. But the Madonna version is atrocious. Right. And when you listen to it, you're like, that's Madonna? Of course that's Madonna. <laughs> right. It's atrocious. I'm going to be happy. I don't think I've heard that one. Oh, yes, you have. You just don't recognize this Madonna. Oh. Should we Can play I? it? Uh, Santa Claus Comes Tonight. By? Gene Autry. You really the original don't, version. You don't like that. You don't like the original version. I don't. Um, I don't like its attempt to 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 combine the secular and religious elements of Christmas into one song. Oh, that's I just, right. I think it's it's I think it's terribly done. 
Um, and I think that, because, uh, you know, Santa Claus is watching you. He sees you. And he knows that we're all God's children. I just, I, did I they can't add that, quite Did they add there. that in there to that one? Did they actually say that? Well, it's, it's the basic element. This okay, the basic gist remember. of the song. But the, the actual line is, um, Santa knows that we're all God's children. Oh, yeah, I do remember they yes. shoehorn that in. Yeah, and then, uh, you know. I just remember. Say your prayers and cover up your head because Santa Claus comes from that. Jer- jump in bread and cover up your head or whatever. I, I, I don't yeah, know. But it's yeah, just, yeah. The, the, bl- the blending of the two is just, it's, no. There's, it's not meant to be done. And, and, it, and it, I don't really see it being done well. And Danan, right. one that you just don't, oh, you cringe every I time. I forgot the hippopotamus song. Oh, God, yes. It's nails on a chalkboard. It's nails oh. on a chalkboard. Oh. I like um, it. You like the hippopotamus for Christmas oh, songs? I just like yeah. it. It's like funny shit. Why hippopotamus? Oh, it kills me. Alright, so when we come back, we're going to play a quick game of either or. We'll be right back. And it's our favorite time of the podcast. Would you rather? Who's our in this scenario? (laughs) Whoever the fuck is listening, man. All two of them? Alright. Two, four, one hundred, doesn't matter. Well, we had four, but two of them dropped off during the Christmas carol. They probably died. Okay. In a horrible, horrible Christmas car accident. Of old age. Or of old age. One or the other. Would you rather get your paycheck daily or monthly? Uh, Ooh, it would be too hard to burn through if it came through every day. You'd be like, I got money in my pocket. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Watch know that go on that away. one. But monthly, man, you'd be like jonesing. Yeah, that would be real I'll take hard. it monthly, that's fine. I could pay all my bills at once and yeah, I'd probably know what I have monthly. left and just have to give myself an allowance like I do now. Yep, right? yep. monthly. I'm yep. monthly too. Every day. <laughs> I never save a penny. 80 bucks. 80 bucks a day. So what would change? Exactly, right? That's the closest thing to what I know. Would you rather listen to old school music or music from today? Old school, old school music. That's all I listen to. Actually, that's not true. I do like some new stuff, but nothing they play on the radio. Right. Old school. Would you rather explore the sea or outer space? Outer space. It depends sure. on how fast is the spaceship. There's a lot less. There's a I lot don't want to spend the, the next four light I know there's years. a lot less known about the ocean, but I want to see an alien, damn it. Maybe the aliens are under the ocean. Mm. Then we can't all be the abyss. Or sphere. Or sphere. Would you rather be on a reality TV show? Or be on a TV game show. Ooh, game show. Game show. Double game there? show. It's coming back. I would have fun Jeopardy. on a game show. Can I be on Jeopardy? Yeah, I want to be Or win Ben Stein's money. Can they bring that back? I'll go on it. <laughs> can I go on uh, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? <laughs> oh, I want to go on Press Your Luck. Like from the 90s <laughs> yeah, version? Yeah, from the, the 90s. Way. Yeah, with, with, with Rockefeller. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Would you rather do online dating again or go on a blind date? Isn't that the same thing? I've never done either. <laughs> I've actually never done either. Well, which oh. one would you pick? Never done either. I guess I'd pick a blind date. Well, wait, who's setting you up with this blind yeah, date? Yeah, yeah, wait a minute. Do I trust them? Is it like Ken? Or is it Jonathan? Well, what would it be for either one of us? I want to know now. <laughs> Here we go. I don't know. I feel like Ken would put some thought into it. <laughs> You'd probably just pay wow. a bum to put on a bathing suit. It would be a banana hammock, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be... <laughs> Hi, some, I'm your date. <laughs> it'd be some grizzly old bum. It would be a smoking robot. It would be a smoking robot. <laughs> smoking robot. Hey, Pete. I'm so excited to go out to dinner tonight. Feel these nipples. 
It's They're so, like rocks. They're so pert. <laughs> They're more like bolts. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, would you rather give up on junk food or give up on sugary drinks? Sugary drinks, I right. feel like, are worse for you. What What are we counting as junk food? Junk food, because I don't indulge in sugary drinks. Oh, I love the sugary drinks. So when you just give up sugary drinks, then? I already have. I'd rather, I'd, I'd rather give up, because then I'd actually be cutting out a segment of, the, of my bad diet. Oh, okay. Sugary drinks. Oh, how can you live without a Slurpee in the summer? Pretty easily, because then we would have no 7 Eleven. We don't have any 7 Elevens, man. Okay, the closest so one is Birch. freezes, but I'm never going to call it that. I'm not going to call it that. I'm not calling it that, and those don't count. Would you rather. Because I, I can still go to Tropical Smoothie Cafe. That's true. Oh, yeah. Would you rather have super oily skin that makes you slippery permanently, <laughs> or have really dry skin that makes you really rough? Itchy? So if it's flaking off and I'm eating it, <laughs> or you're sliding, or you're sliding, sliding everywhere, I'm sliding everywhere. Go to get in your car and you slide out the other door. I have pretty oily skin as it is, unfortunately. I it's feel like the oily skin thing things. might be a superpower if you hedge it right. Well, at the very least, you won't have to worry about your slip and slide getting dry. Like <laughs> and and like, can I can I go in the water and I get wet because like you know like the, what the ducks do? Because mm-hmm. I, I I think I'd, I'd, I'd probably choose the slipperiness. Either way, sex would be just a nightmare. <laughs> Or really fun. <laughs> really fun. You're like sliding around Keep or flipping just off the bed. scraping each other. Well, if, if, you, if you're my girlfriend, thing. sex is yeah. a nightmare anyway. So yeah. it doesn't <laughs> make that much of a I don't know. You didn't see the banana hammock I got recently. Right, if you're Pete's girlfriend, it's a nightmare. Anyway. <laughs> it will be. <laughs> she's she dre- never going to not see that. Is she going to dress up as a mouse? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Pull the thorn out of his croat. <laughs> oh, that's out of his ass. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, let's let's move on. Uh, would you rather go wine tasting or food tasting? Food tasting. Food tasting. Yes. Food tasting. <laughs> no food tasting. Yeah, Absolutely. I do food tasting Every time. too. Yeah. Once after a while, wine all tastes the same. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, um, I don't like to taste the most of it, so. Never been that much of a fan of day drinking. No. Oh, uh, mimosas, Bloody Marys, like a brunch. I'm all I'm all about day drinking, but wine, no. I get tired. Would you rather go a year without watching any movies or go a year without wa- listening to any music? Oh, I totally I give up the, the movies. movies. I would. Yeah. I cannot. I cannot not listen to music. I only watch for a year anyway. <laughs> yeah, I. I, I yeah, I, I mean, but you're giving up what fifteen. 15 movies in a worst case scenario. Yeah. No, I'm all right. I, I need the music. I need the music every every day. I'm going with the movies. You yeah, well, lie? you don't listen to music, though. Because there's music in the movies. Ba-bam. Yeah, but you Ba-bam. can't listen to that. They can. <laughs> just yeah, white can. noise just in the background it. every single time. <laughs> all, yeah, that's, 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 I mean, this is, this is from a guy whose favorite band is Linkin Park. <laughs> <laughs> His favorite movie is La La La. You're muted. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my spot now. Was it? Would you rather get a house with lots of space or have a great view? Great view. I don't. I don't have a lot of stuff. Can I have both? Oh wait, I do have both. Um, you son of a space. You think space? I don't know. When you say great view, space. is this like a Manhattan? I love stuff. Like I don't have a lot of fiftieth floor. Whatever your great view would be to you, sir. Mm. 
Sweet. Great view. It's a 300 square foot apartment on the 50th floor. That's all right. Dan can live I can that. still sublet it for like you can't three fit grand. A couch, <laughs> you can't fit a couch in there. Well, you can. It's just off your bed, coffee table. I'll take it. I don't have a lot of stuff. No, no. It's the twin bed. That's it. It's, all the room. it's the size of this room. Yeah. I'm good with that. Take it. This, this room's way bigger than 300 square feet, my friend. Well, we'll just... For it's aesthetics like of room. saying this... It's, 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 this. Yeah, from the room divider over. Like, this, this, it's this portion of the room. So it's anything in New York? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather have an indoor swimming pool or an outdoor swimming pool? One that does both. Is the, in, is the outdoor swimming under pool the wall? heated? No. Because I take a heated outdoor saltwater pool. I'll take the indoor pool. Otherwise, I take indoor because I can swim all year round. Yeah, that's what that every reason. day if I could. For that reason, yeah. warm wherever the warm water is. I just want a pool. I don't care where it is. I could preferably pee in a indoor. Puddle. I wouldn't be. <laughs> I wouldn't be as fat as I am if I could swim every day. Yeah, I agree with that one. Would you rather live with your friends or live alone? Friends. 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 Alone. Yeah, we know. Yeah, because you hate all of us. We know. That's why you never come to anything. Would you rather spend your money on getting new shoes or new clothes? New clothes. New clothes. I have plenty of shoes. Yeah. I mean, how many? Mm. No, we, already, we, already had the shoe dis- we already had the shoe conversation. Wait, how long does this last? Because if you pick... Eventually, you're going to need <laughs> shoes. Right. <laughs> You're giving $100, again, and you, you can either go buy your clothes. own shoes out of clothes and sewing them out of your old jeans. I give you $100, you can go buy clothes or shoes, but not both. $100? Yeah. Shoes. Right? You can't get shoes. I was going to uh, say, My shoes only cost 34 so yeah, you can. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I'm just saying, shoes. if you had to, you could. I need special shoes for my shitty feet. Well, you need special shoes because your face. My feet are huge, too. They're, they don't make... Decent size 15 shoes. Would you rather go to a wedding or a birthday party? Wedding. Wedding. How old's the birthday party? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I don't know. Just say, I'm still going to go wedding. Is there a bounce house is what I'm saying. If there is. Going with a bounce Age house. has nothing to do with you, that, I my say, You're going to have a bounce house at any party if you really want. <laughs> yeah, but who does? I say wedding. Not enough people. Not you can have a bounce house at a wedding if you want. Bounce house at a wedding would be awesome. Yeah, it would. That would be really cool. It would be. So what Open bar and bounce house. Also, just sort <laughs> I don't know if I told you guys. Set up but a camera. I don't know if I told you guys, but I'm going to be performing a wedding next summer. You're performing a wedding? Oh, you yes. did say that. Here? Nice. Yes. Uh, no, yeah. actually, it's going to be somewhere else. The reception's going to be here in the backyard. Nice. Would you rather be a chef or have a chef? Have a chef. Ooh. Like, do I have to be a chef professionally, or am I, like, am I a chef at home? I'd, I'd rather be. I'd rather be a chef because a then chef. I can get a job at a restaurant where somebody else buys all the food. And you get to make rather it. Rather than me have to buy all the food for a chef to cook. I would probably be a chef. Oh, I'd I like to know he that. came with his own food. No, they, <laughs> no. they never come with their own food, just their own knives. Damn it. I'd rather be a chef so I knew. That's a skill, right? So really, I just have a guy with knives following me because I can't afford to Which have yeah. be fun. for him to cook. And Which could also be fun. Yes. It's like a guy follow. I, I wouldn't have a problem with a guy following me around with knives. Wait, murder for hire, and every time we get a job, then he cooks a great meal. Right. I can afford to, to get the ingredients. There you go. I would want to be the chef. Would you rather break up by text or break up by phone call? And it's the only two choices. Well, if you got to be a dick about it one way, you might as well take the text message. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you got to be a dick bra- about it. Are, are you the breaker or the breaky? Uh, choice is yours. 
I always do something by phone. I'd rather talk to the person, I think. Text is just so impersonal and shitty. If I, if I call them, can it, I'm assuming that if I call, if we do it by phone, then they can't text me, right? Right. Or phone then. It'd be like, we're done, click, and never talk to them again. Ah. See, if you, if you text somebody, they're going to text you back. There's going to be this whole round robin. No. No. We're done. Hang up the phone. Done. So Correct. pay phone call. Correct answer. Yeah. 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 Yeah, pound it. Bang, we're done. Click. Ghost them. Like the old school hanging up hard. Mm. So they actually yeah. hear Crash the down handle. Phone. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. You, you can't. can't. It's really you can't sad. Yeah, you can anybody. never, you like, angrily, like, hit the end button. Right. And then they still <laughs> just wonder if you got disconnected. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Oh, what if they were in an elevator or drove into a tunnel? Yeah, no. You know, no. I actually miss that. You know, that's like the, like, the... I, like, want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, like, an angry hang-up, like, uh, voicemail I play on my phone that they hear and then just end the call. So they think I hung up the, slammed the phone down. Yeah, it's like the, it's the audio version of the storm out. And you don't get that anymore, Mm -hmm. you know? It's a bummer. Would you rather have wings or have a tail? Wings. Are they functional? Yeah. Wings. Wings every time. Wings have got to be pretty huge for a human being to be functional. I'm just saying you're not going to get into your Prius. Well, you don't need one. You can fly. And and you can wrap yourself up. Which of us has a Prius? I'm just saying. No, I don't know. He assumes you are because the bums are having an orgy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. No, that was a Honda Civic. Right. Uh, would you rather have 12 kids or never have kids? I'd rather never have kids. Never have kids. I might have to go with never have kids. That's not a fair question to ask somebody who has kids. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I think it was a great one. Uh, would you rather have a third hand or a third leg? Wait, wait. I well, have I already a third leg. <laughs> third leg. That's not what she said. Peter. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's I the trunk of the elephant. <laughs> That's, That's not, not the, a leg. That, they're not comparative. <laughs> That's a peanut. That's a, you, you, you didn't ask if I wanted a third arm or a third leg. You did say hand. The hand is just like sticking out of my stomach or something. Like, where, I don't know where it's the at. How's man? the point of that? Is it also at the end of my wrist so I can like clap with one hand? <laughs> That's creepy. I'm just That's grabbing like stuff. <laughs> one I'll take the creepy cra- clapping hand, Bob. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll go. Th- I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Th- I'll, go th- I'll go third hand. With yeah. my luck, it'd be like in my pants. So the only thing I do is just like cut it, it my own ass or something. It'd be out of your, it'd be like in the middle of your back or something. <laughs> yeah, so right. Completely useless. Would you rather wake up with a new face or wake up with the face of your favorite childhood cartoon character? Is it still what? animated? Like, like yes. yeah, did they kill themselves <laughs> in my bed in the night or something? <laughs> no, the, your face is now their face. I'll take a new face. What if it turns out new secretly face. in my heart of hearts, Skeletor was my favorite? Then you have Skeletor <laughs> face. Then you, then, then, you can, then, then you can do the Hamlet soliloquy. Right. Brutal. Would you rather dress up like a clown or wear clown makeup all day, every day? I'd rather dress up like a clown. I'd dress up like a clown. I just wouldn't wear the makeup. Yeah. Right. So you're wearing Which the makeup. Which makes you an even sadder clown. In a business suit? So yeah. You'd be, you'd be you the Joker, was, basically. You'd be I'd be the Joker. A nice suit. Yeah. No, no. You, you have to dress like a clown. So you no, have to no, wear the, the clown shoes. And the, the but you're not wearing the makeup. Yeah. The ma- oh, yeah. The makeup version is the Joker. Yeah, if you wear the makeup in a business suit, you're the you're the you're the Joker. Man, 
No, you're creepy either way. Fun, right? I guess. Otherwise I guess if you're the you're Joker, you're creepy, not sad. If you're dressed like a clown but don't have makeup, you're just sad. Right. Just so like, I guess so I either take way, Joker. you're sad. I take Joker. Yeah. I'll be the Joker. Yeah. Definitely. Would you rather wear a suit to bed or wear pajamas to work? Pajamas to work. <laughs> pajamas to work. Who sleeps in a suit? I would not wear pajamas to work. Would you rather sleep in a suit? I, I eventually I get tired enough to fall asleep. But those I things bunch in the crotch, man. If you really needed then to, you're, you're obviously not buying very good suits. Well, no, I get them for cheap. <laughs> That's your fault. Wait, do you have to wear the jacket? I'm not wearing my pajamas. Yeah, to work. yeah. You have well, to wear. First the, of all, I don't wear, wear pajamas. You have to wear the tie. So I'm not I, going to work in what I sleep in. I, I don't wear pajamas either. But tie or bow tie, you have to wear both. Either one. So uncomfortable. All right, vest. I would get dress pajamas. Oh, we're going to do a three-piece suit? You're oh, a yeah. You got to wear no. a suit, man. Three more. Would you rather be in kindergarten again or be in college again? Mm, college. 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 It was easy. Kindergarten right. for me. Well, late in college. Mandatory nap time every day. I say college. Snacks. I went so wrong. Kindergarten sucked. <laughs> That's when you realized that your life wasn't yours anymore. Like, you were in it. Like, <laughs> They made you go to school and sit there all day. Would you rather lock yourself out of your house or lock yourself out of your car? Done both numerous times. House. House. Done both at the same time. Yeah, because at least when you lock yourself out of your house, you're home already. You lock yourself out of the car, you're still at the palace. Yeah, you have <laughs> to. Sucks. You have to call somebody to if it's let cold, you in. Or you can sit you. in the car. You can go. You can get in your car and get warm. Right. All right, standing out in the rain. Last one. Would you rather find a weird-looking stranger in your bed with you when you wake up in the morning, or wake up in a stranger's bed in the morning? Hmm. How much fun did I have last night? Flip a coin. <laughs> oh man, that's weird. Um, what's a, what, what? In what proximity am I to my clothing? Hmm. It's a good question. Flip a coin, on or off. Hmm. I maybe somebody else's. At least they're not can, in my house. Because then I can get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Yeah, you can just leave. Like you have to deal with that person, right? So if they wake up, you have to kick somebody out, and it gets mm-hmm. awkward. Or you can just wake up and kind of just leave. On the other hand, in this house, I know where the guns are. So right. I was gonna say if you're at home, I need you to evict them, murder them, and be done with it. Or you could just leave and go home. They don't know where you live. No, I'm saying if you're at your house. You wake up in a stranger's bed, do you know where you are? Right. Hopefully. But the thing is, like, what if there's some creepy stalker and they wake up in your bed with you? They know where you live. Right. They can come back. At that point, I'm going to kill them. Okay, but then you're a murderer and you go to jail. No, I don't. Sure you do. Self-defense. He was in my house. Right. Whatever. You probably left him in. Or her. Could be her. You could have left him in. Well, is she cute? Sure. Well, right. no, he, said, he said weird looking. <laughs> he did say, did say weird looking. Yeah, I did say weird. Right. But like in like that, some of the models, if you stare at them too long, are all a little bit weird looking. Yeah. Or like uh, Hunchback in Notre Dame, weird looking. <laughs> right. The Quasimodo's in your bed. You wake up in Quasimodo's bed. Well, I don't want anybody else. He's in my a nice bed. guy though in the show. Right. The cartoon by Disney. <laughs> well, in the, in, in a, he's always nice. Just misunderstood. I would probably... I, I, I will take having... I, I'd rather wake up with someone else in my bed. At least you know I, you're I in I could deal with that situation efficiently. Danon, stranger uh, bed or your own bed? I'm in my own bed. Pete, stranger or your own? Stranger. Let's be adventurous. I'm going stranger too. 
Well, guys, I hope you guys enjoy listening to this week's ventures on the Vlix podcast. And if not, fuck you. We'll see you next week. Merry Christmas.